He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Whether or not that they're asking, what's your advice to the next, next House Speaker? <laughs> That's a lovely paper. Thank you, sir. All right, folks, I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. It's Thursday. That was Joe Biden saying what we all know. It's above his pay grade. It's not his call. Now, look, he's trying to be cute, make some old man kind of a joke. But there's truth in that statement, right? There's truth in that statement. It is above your pay grade, Joe. So yeah. is so much else that's going on in this world. I like how now they have that door propped open for him. Remember that one video that we saw where he couldn't really, it looked like a, a nursing home patient trying to find a restroom as he was exiting. So now somebody opens that door and has yes. it propped open for yes. him. Yes, I, I, I agree. I like that too. <laughs> it's necessary. It's, it's necess totally necessary because that video that, that was released was, I mean, not released, but was captured, was, was just so pitiful looking of yeah. him trying to figure out the doorknob. And, and I've said it before. I mean, we've gotten some good laughs and jokes from old Joey boy over the years now. But at the same time, come on, staff, you, you got to do things like that. You got to put arrows on the floor so he knows which way to exit the stage. Because at the end of the day, as much as none of us like him or this administration, it does reflect on our country. And our enemies are taking note and being like, OK, we weren't going to do this, but now we're going to because exhibit A. Exhibit B, Exhibit Z, Double A, Double F. Oh, there's so many. They're just there. They're just there. Ah, uh, all right. But that horse is uh, is left the barn. Is oh no, it's too. No, it's too late. And they, knew, I mean, they knew it before he even got in. It's just, it's just been made worse, worse and worse. So McConnell, old Mitch boy, he wants a rule change. We're going to talk about that in a second. Ukraine freaking out over McCarthy's ouster. So's Joe, by the way. Going to show a clip of that. You have Matt Gates, Nancy Mace, together on a clip defending policies, defending what's kind of come out this week, uh, excuse me, as well as some of the stuff that they're trying to push forward and get out of the House, get out of what is still a, albeit narrowly controlled House by the Republicans. Trump lashed out at Judge Creep McCreepers up in New York. Lots more. We got some Sarah Gonzalez clips, actually just one, but then we're going to show another one. We got uh, Lindsey Hill went on a bunch of the shows over at the Blaze, went on uh, with Alex, went on with Sarah. It's like, girl, what are you doing? I saw that. We're going to show you uh, at least one of those later. We've got a lot to get to. We're going to have a fun day, folks. It is our Friday around these parts. So we've got that's meme-tastic coming up uh, and, and lots more. So let's get into it. Before we do, though, please... Be smart. I tell you this every day. I tell you for a reason. Yes, there are partners, but there are partners for a good reason. When the economy is in tatters like it is, you have to have a good resource that you can go to. As an everyday American, as a husband, a father, a wife, whatever, wherever you are and whatever your situation is, hopefully you have some form of, of savings. IRA, 401k, combination of both. Maybe you're just starting. Wherever you might be in the process, be smart with those dollars, with that hard-earned savings 
because it is treacherous out there. This, this Bidenomics is not working. But the good news is, is you can call my friends at American Alternative Assets. You can get a free wealth protection guide. You can get walked through how to do this entirely legal tax loophole, protect your assets. Call the number on the screen there. It's 833, the number two, USA Gold. That's 833-287-2465. Or you can visit protectfrombiden.com. It's going to be a smart call. Or if you go to that website, it's going to be a smart few seconds of filling in a form. They will then call you. And you guys can talk through and game plan how to protect your hard-earned savings. Okay, so let's let's get into this first story here that we're going to talk about, <clears throat> which is, of course, surrounding what happened earlier in the week. And you've got Washington, D.C., the media, the Uniparty, just all the, the, the players that you might expect in full panic mode. The house is quasi-broken. Never was really working in the first place. Just a reminder there. But it's kind of broken. There's no speaker. You've got an acting speaker and McHenry. You know, everyone's awaiting this vote that's going to be next Wednesday. And as we're in this, this period of limbo, you've got all the D.C. swamp monsters weighing in. And here, who, who better to fit that role of D.C. swamp monster than Mitch McConnell, who took a break. Thank you, Mitch, from stroking out for once and said this. I'd like to start by thanking Speaker McCarthy for his service. Uh, we had a great personal relationship, uh, trying to lead two very different uh, parts of the American government. Uh, I think he has much to be uh, proud of. Uh, we avoided a government shutdown. We did the inevitable with regard to the debt ceiling. And I'm one person who's extremely grateful for his service. <clears throat> I have no advice to give uh, to House Republicans except one. I hope whoever the next speaker is gets rid of the motion to vacate. I think it makes the speaker's job impossible. and. The American people expect us to have a functioning government. On the Senate side, we need to get our as many appropriation bills passed as possible. The majority leader has indicated that's what he would like to do as well, and he'll have plenty of cooperation from us in trying to achieve as close to a regular appropriations process as we possibly can. Okay, so <clears throat> a lot of a lot of words there. Again, kudos to, to Mitch for making it through that one. But the, the main takeaway is he wants whoever the next speaker is is to get rid of the rules. Get rid of the motion to vacate procedure that's that's currently uh, an option for folks there. Obviously an option that was utilized successfully for the first time this week. Translation, it's just pouting. You didn't get your way. You're scared this could happen again. You cannot have things upset in D.C. because your pocketbook and your colleagues' pocketbooks and everyone's – the way the game is played is, is at risk when stuff like this happens. So what do you do? You got to just take the rule out and say, well, we're not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. That's, that's all Mitch McConnell just said there. Yeah, it's like after every election, the Democrats don't win. 
you know, a presidential election. We need to get rid of the electoral college. Right. <laughs> you know, we need to change the rules because the rules that were in place were were guardrails for just you know uh, runaway politicians or uh, you know like McCarthy pushing through the uniparty agenda. That guardrail was put in place to make sure that he was living up to what the Freedom Caucus some of the Freedom Caucus wanted wanted to make sure was addressed. So it wasn't the same kind of, you know, mess that we've been seeing for the last 10 years. Right. And with McConnell's response to it, you know, talking about the, the you know, making sure that the appropriations process keeps going forward with, with Schumer just means they want to push everything through. Right. The, the, it, this is all about the uniparty. And, you know, we always talk about how Trump, you know, took the masks off everybody, you know, with the deep, deep state and how everything's run. Well, we're now beginning to see how that is has affected the House and the Senate. Yeah. And their masks are off. And we joked about it for years. Oh, it's a uniparty. You know, the, the what's that old meme that we always see? What if I told you the left wing and the right wing were part of the same bird? They are. Yeah. And we're seeing this more and more. No, we absolutely are. And this is this is a perfect situation here to demonstrate that. You had something that most people can most people would agree, even people who voted against it, that, that McCarthy's had some issues and hasn't lived up to promises. And then it actually happens, which none of them thought would actually happen, just like no one <clears throat> thought Trump would win in 2016. And it happens and everyone rallies together and you've got people rallying on both sides. House members, senators like Mitch McConnell, obviously the folks on the left who are all in lockstep here. It's like, is anyone is anyone paying attention to this? They all they all feel threatened right now. And it's it's a great point, Tom. It's a great point. It's true. But you know who else? Go ahead. What do you think about this? You know, we talked about how Nancy Pelosi got thrown out of her office. Yeah. Do you think, and put on your tinfoil for a second, let's go down conspiracy lane, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> what are the possibilities that once, you know, uh, McCarthy signed that deal with the Freedom Caucus and Nancy Pelosi was like, don't worry about this whole motion to vacate or anything. I'll keep my office. I'll have your back if a vote comes and you won't be voted out. And then all of a sudden he's voted out Nancy didn't fulfill her promise, and this was an, you know, her being sh pushed out of the office was an FU to her. What do you think of that? I mean, <laughs> it's creative. It's a, um, it's a possibility, Tom Cunningham. But <clears throat> I, look, here's the deal. At the end of the day, anything's a possibility when it comes to these clowns who are running, so-called running the government up there, supposedly representing us, even though none of them do. I, I, it's not unfathomable whatsoever. There's there's a lot of scenarios that could happen here, uh, and and likely did happen behind the scenes. Are hap certainly are happening this week behind the scenes. Man, I tell you what, all those hotel bars and like little nooks and crannies where these folks go to do their shit, uh, they're busy. They're busy. But <laughs> they're 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 busy because they're panicked. And and the other people who are panicked over this reportedly, which makes sense. I, I mean, it, it is being reported by different news outlets out there. But it's it's also just kind of common sense. Is Ukraine, Zelensky, and the boys over there in one of America or the world's most corrupt countries is panicked because 
Who's going to be funding them? Who's going to be sending more money their way? Obviously, they've had well over $100 billion sent already, but there's new tranches of hundreds of millions that go all the time. They're panicking. So you can see this is raw, uh, Raw's alerts on Twitter. Ukraine's freaking out as Kevin McCarthy chaos threatens U.S. aid. Politico originally uh, reported that overseas. But, I mean, I, I imagine there's people in D.C. for sure who are flipping out. The, the, their, their comfort has been put in jeopardy because of stuff like this. It, it, someone's not playing by the rules, and that always breaks things there. But you've got this party overseas. Or the, well, you could call it that, too. But you've got these, these folks overseas who are just part of this huge money laundering operation that is Ukraine and the Ukraine conflict. I'm sure they're scared shitless, too. Like, and, and maybe it's only for a I'm not thinking that it's going to end, by the way. Ukraine funding is still going to happen. They will find a way. This, this government, this administration, this, this uniparty are more aggressive than they've ever been in finding ways, circumventing the Constitution, bending rules, giving this organization the ability to not make laws per se, but regulations to fit funding in here. And, oh, it's okay. It's not funding in this normal pot. It's just we're just giving them funding in this one over here because it's a loophole that we found. Whatever the case might be, my point is, is it's not going to stop completely. But they've been sucking on that teat. <laughs> like hard it's like it's like okay your 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 kid's a little aggressive there they've they've been that kid and now they're scared that it might dry up because there are i mean there are some names now i again even if we get a good person in that that speaker seat it's going to be hard to just have everything go our way right i'm not naive or foolish enough to think that but i i do think there's probably a lot of conversations happening with zelensky and some of the, the 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 folks over there in his so-called administration that are are flipping out, making lots of phone calls. What are we going to do? You're our lifeline, right? Yeah. I mean, I would be flipping out if I was in that position. But you know what? We have to save democracy. And as a daily reminder of the democracy that we're saving, is a government that has suspended elections has banned certain religions from being able to hold services on their particular day of Sabbath, has eliminated their their chief rival party in the country. <laughs> right, political <laughs> opponents are going away. Yes. It has consolidated all media outlets into one that's run by the state government and it is in the process of jailing reporters who report, as they, as they say, unfairly on the war that's happening. So, you know, everyone's definition of democracy is a little bit different. But when you lay it out there, it's like, really, this is what we're sending all of our taxpayer money over to this country for, for someone to act like a dictator who is literally a dictator by any sense of the definition. Right. He is checking off all the boxes. Yeah. No, absolutely. He absolutely is. All those things are happening. No one. It's very convenient how no one reports on all those things. We've talked about it. There's other shows out there who talk about it, who, who will lay out some truths. But I, everyone still has this woe is me. I just he's such a brave person. I'm so, so thankful that Zelensky's in charge. Like, do you know anything about Zelensky? Or how he got his gig, how he got his gig, what he's done since he got his gig, like be smarter folks don't just watch the damn green screen videos and highly produced videos 
that are, are coming out to paint him a certain way. Look at what's happening on the ground. Look at what they're doing to political and, and, and religious rivals. Look at, look at just how they're abusing America by, by demand, demanding that we keep sending more. You have to do this or else. No, I, the whole thing, I just, I don't understand how anyone has any sympathy for it whatsoever. Sympathy for the people who are, are struggling in, in some of the more violent regions. Sure, absolutely you should. I, I'm not arguing against that. But Joe Biden weighed in on this whole thing, too, because he's he's worried in in light of the, the McCarthy 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 ousting. Uh, he's worried about potential aid for Ukraine moving forward as well. Take a listen to him. Speaker McCarthy, if I can, Speaker McCarthy, then Speaker McCarthy said that the two of you haven't spoken directly in a long time. Why is that? And are you committed to engaging more regularly with the next House speaker? We had two agreements we shook hands with on, and uh, I assumed he was working with, uh, I knew he was working with the Democrats in the House and Senate. It wasn't for me to do anything. If he wanted to talk to me, I was available. I'm available to whomever wants to talk to me. But the idea that I was going to somehow convince McCarthy to change his view was not reasonable. Does the disarray on Capitol Hill after your conversation with allies yesterday worry you that you won't be able to deliver the aid that the U.S. has promised to Ukraine? It does worry me, and but I know there are a majority of members of the House and Senate in both parties who have said that they support funding Ukraine. With your, uh, I'm going to be announcing very shortly a major speech I'm going to make on this issue and why it's critically important for the United States and our allies that we keep our commitment. Mr. President, are you also concerned about the rest of your uh, domestic and foreign policy initiatives being in peril because of what we saw happen yesterday, the dysfunction in Congress, uh, the chaos that we saw on the House side? Does that concern you in any way? The dysfunction always concerns me. The programs that uh, we have uh, argued over, we passed bipartisanly. I'm not concerned that they're going to all of a sudden come in and try to undo them, although there will be some. There will be some, I'm sure. There's uh, half a dozen or more extreme MAGA Republicans who would like to eliminate just about everything I've done. Um, but uh, I, I don't think that's going to get there. <laughs> okay. There, there are folks who would like to undo what you've done, uh, and, and Lord knows we, sh we should. We have to. Y you've done more irreparable harm. The people be behind you, Joe, pulling the strings, not necessarily you. You're just a useful puppet in this situation. But there's a ton there. But he, he talks about—he is concerned about funding. He's going to give a speech about why we need to keep spending our money there and not on America. He won't say it that way, but that is what he will be saying. But— and, it's fr it's it's well I want to let me hit on another point I, I've got two thoughts going on in my head which is why I'm, I'm pausing here but he he the frustrating thing about all this is is you see this and you say okay he's concerned which makes me happy but then he talks about and he's so damn right there's people on both sides of the aisle in both the House and the Senate Republican and Democrat overwhelmingly so that support giving money and aid to Ukraine so. It really, at the end of the day, doesn't matter who we put in. D.C., permanent Washington, is committed to spending your and my taxpayer dollars on a conflict that is not our conflict, but is only our conflict because they have to have conflict, need conflict,
for 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 financial gain and and control and for a lot of reasons it's 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 more more complicated than just money but obviously that's a big one but that that's what's so frustrating is man it's it is a nice little delay it's nice that there's some rhetoric and maybe some people will feel like their feet are going to be held to the fire more now that that this went through and happened to mccarthy but i still just don't think things are going to change that much no and all those dickheads in the media who are shouting questions at the president at biden not one of them they were just so amped up on making sure that ukraine got the funding and the concern for funding of ukraine none of them give a shit about lahaina none of them give a shit about americans who got burned out of their houses that whole story has gone down the memory hole man it it is no longer relevant yeah and to me, that's one of the most important stories that we've had this entire year. All those people just being incinerated. And yeah. we still have no answers to any of the questions. I don't even know if the people, if everyone's been accounted for. Right. And all the government did was give them 700 bucks and said, piss off. Yeah. And they're more worried about what's happening in Ukraine. To hell with Ukraine. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, 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 and I, 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 I mean... I think a lot of Americans really do feel that way. They just don't care. And and why more people don't notice that, I know you guys do in the audience here. I know we do in the studio here. But the, the, the will of the people and the voice of the people is not as loud as it should be and certainly not as loud as it should be on, on, on some really important issues. But it's also pretty clear on some points. Again, the, the loud people on the left and the loud people on the far right, they don't count. The, the alphabet soup community, they don't count either. I'm not saying they don't matter. I'm just saying they're, they're, it's a fractional percentage of the U.S. population. The vast majority are like, hey, we have a lot of issues to take care of here at home. And, and the, the elected representatives are like, we, we hear you. We got you. We're just not going to do anything about it. But we said we hear you. Does that make you feel better? Like, do you feel better about yourself? Feel better about putting me here? By the way, if you could go to my website, even just a $5 donation would help to keep this going. I mean, it, it, the, the whole system is so damn broken. But I do think a lot of people feel that way. And it's not just Lahaina, right? That was awful, tragic, worst, worst fire there ever, if not in, in however long it was. But there's East Palestine. There's just all the economic disaster we're having that has families hurting there's obviously the border i mean there there's there's so many issues there's there's just at, look, go to any of the major metropolitan areas in the inner city there's so much carnage happening there there's so much drug use and violence and theft there's i mean we're just a hot mess and it's still never about here and I, everyone's that's, that's such a simple way to look at it yeah it is and there's a simple way to just do things too. We make everything so complicated and 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 we we think that maybe someone will turn around and fight for us and do the right thing in DC and they just never do. They never have and and unfortunately unless there's a complete overhaul they never will. Let's talk on one other thing before we go. Actually no, let's do this. Let's save this. We're we're going to let's get to question of the day here and then I I want to touch on a, a one other part of this story on the other side here, but you uh, you have to choose a chain restaurant. Something that is in multiple cities. It doesn't have to be in all cities. It could be one that's in 8 to 12 American cities and is, is nicer, higher end, whatever. But you have to tell me what is the most underrated 
chain restaurant? I don't know my answer yet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I'm, I'm gonna think about it through the break. I'm gonna think hard. I might go into like a dark place in the studio. Can't be an old one that's now gone. No, it needs to be existing. Existing. Yeah. Okay. Because part of this is, hey, I want to know like, if there's something I'm missing. I, I'd like to go there. So what is the most underrated chain restaurant in America? Send in your responses. We will tell you ours on the other side of the break. Tons more stories to get to. Stick around. Get more of Drew. And this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com.
Thank you. question of the day was what is the most underrated chain restaurant in america sit down fast food whatever 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 you're feeling i love by the way that magellan weighs in Ooh, onion rings oh wait that was yesterday <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn it mike says burger box magellan coming in crystals hmm Crystal. Know what part of the country you're in. I got my ass kicked in the parking lot of a Crystal Burger in Chattanooga, Tennessee. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> oh, like like a severe beating, like, uh, you know, fractured eye socket and, you know, just like. What did you do to, to have this happen? Well, first of all, it all began with drinking, of course. And it was a it was a uh, parking space dispute. Oh, <laughs> get you every time. Okay, so we got. <laughs> Burger Box, Crystals, PDQ, says the Patriot. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> late night, yeah, uh, following up, late night Crystals, says Magellan. You know who loves Crystals is Anna Polina Lee. Yeah. Loves them. I remember we were like, you're here, whatever you want. She's like, I want Crystals. And we're like, no, 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 like, whatever you want. Crystals. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, we, 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 we had, uh, I, I'll, you know, I'll be honest. It was the first time, and well, maybe maybe I had it as a kid too, but it was the first time. If any, if if not the first time, and it's first time in a long time, like twenty plus years, that I had had them that day with with Anna. Okay, and we had a lot. Yeah, we did in the studio. Um, I like them better. I like Crystal better than uh, White Castle. Okay, all right. See, I grew up Midwest, so I was more used to that. Yeah, but I but ne- neither of them are, are are my favorite. I don't dislike them. They're just. Uh, they're not getting my answer, um, but I respect other people's answers for sure. Um, <clears throat> Arby's with no bun. There's kind of a conversation going on about some other stuff, but Arby's with no bun. BJ's Brewhouse. Barb, that's actually a good little answer. Yeah. They have great uh, root beer and sodas like that they make in-house. They're fantastic. I was say dynamite. I usually say dynamite. Um, <laughs> Mike says White Castle late night. Ginger, White Castle is better uh, so now we do have that conversation Ooh. going. It's White Castle versus Crystals. <laughs> Maybe that should have been the question. There's one now down in uh, Kissimmee, Florida. The White Castles. Is there? Yeah. All right. Andy Pearson, Papa Doe. More just conversation on, on that. I'm trying to find some new ones. <clears throat> Love BJ's. Uh, gotta gotta be careful um, with that one. Um, the turtle, no, nope, that's different. Um, Chick Fil A is overrated. Ooh, mm. interesting. Bellachino's pizza and grinders, Philly cheesesteaks are the bomb. But is Bellachino's a, a, a chain? I don't know. I'll look it up. Huh? Checkers is good also. But then would you also put in, like, rallies and, and Carl's Juniors and Hart because they're all kind of, like, the same. same? yeah. Farmer's Brothers is good. Uh, might be a California thing. Okay. Tom, what are you going to go with? Uh, I'm kind of stuck between two. 
Okay. One, I mean, a chain restaurant, fast food. I think Bojangles is very underrated. It's probably my favorite chicken place. Their iced tea is fantastic. I love everything about them. But for overall, like, go in, sit down. The most underrated, I believe, is IHOP. Because if you go in there for dinner, their salmon is fantastic. No. Salmon at IHOP. Yes. I, I, know, it sounds, <laughs> I know it sounds weird. You've lost Drew. He's, he's checked out. I guarantee you, if you go, I will take you to IHOP. I'll take all of us to IHOP, and we'll get the salmon. It pairs well with Sierra Mist. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I believe that you're being serious. I've, I've, I've been to several different IHOPs around the country at dinner and have ordered the salmon. It is fantastic every time. Okay. I mean, it, it, here's the weirdest thing about Tom Cunningham. I've said it before is he will eat some just straight up trailer trash shit. And then he'll eat something that's really nice. <laughs> And like he's got these, these he's like all over the map. I'm like he could be at the most fine eating restaurant. And then he's like, "Do you want to stop at a gas station and eat this stuff?" I'm like, "No, I well, don't." You know, he's got a budget friendly palate. Well, that's not necessarily yeah, true. Because yeah. then he and I will go to dinner. And he's like, "Let's." I, he and I spent three hundred and fifty bucks one night, just the two of us. Like, <laughs> um, no, but I'm saying his range of budget for his palate is yeah. is wide. Yeah. It is. It is. It's and it's impressive. But he's had some good recommend those I, jerk I like, wings. Man, I like anything from you know a truck stop bu- buffet to you know a Michelin rest- Michelin rated restaurant. So uh, it runs the gamut of my taste. It does. It does. Um, IHOP is often forgotten. Mm-hmm. It's often forgotten. Spaghetti Warehouse. I don't know if that's a real thing or not. It's Mike saying it. I believe. I believe it you. Is, yeah. Is it? Is it good? Okay. Oh, uh, the one. I've had mixed reviews on it. It really depends for me uh, where you go. Some city, you know, I've eaten it in some cities and it's been okay. And I've eaten other places where it's not so good. Okay. Disco, what are you going to go with? You know, I'm, I'm trying to see if my, if the one that I'm picking is in, meets the criteria. <sighs> see, this is hard. It's they've started. Oh, yeah, you know what? They're making, they're making, I, to me, it's Portillo's. Good hot dogs, yeah. I, I grew up going to Chicago; we'd always go to Portillo's. But it seems lately they've they're going everywhere: Arizona, California, Florida, Illinois, um, Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Texas, Wisconsin. They're 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 making the gambit now. And so I would say, if you're looking for a good hot dog and there's a Portillo's, go for it. It's all Chicago style, though. So you get Italian the uh, beef sandwich. Oh yeah, yeah. But if you get the hot dog buns, air peppers. Oh yeah, mm. it's got the uh, the black seeds on the bun, not the poppy seeds on the bun. I think that's what it is. It's different. See, you guys like. I mean, and I'm not saying it in a bad way or judge. I'm judging anyone. Like everyone went like cheaper, a little bit faster. I'm gonna go a little different angle here. I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go like Capital Grill. Okay, it's but is that is it's that underrated not, though? It's, I don't think it's underrated. It's always like has five stars on. Oh, I forgot I put the underrated. Yeah, you I said underrated. underrated. I was yeah. just saying favorite chain. Oh. <laughs> I'm changing the. Question. You said underrated. That's why. Because I, <laughs> I was going to say Texas Roadhouse, but um, okay. a lot of people love Texas Roadhouse. You're right. I totally forgot my own question. When I get caught up in this <laughs> parking lot fights and everything. <laughs> um, so now we're going to wait here till you have your answer. Now, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to cut the camera. We're this gonna, is my show. Yeah. We're just waiting. <laughs> Can we cue the waiting music? Um, 
We talk about Outback a lot. I think it's underrated. I don't think it's amazing. I think their appetizers are amazing. It's up there, though. It's consistent. Olive Garden, underrated. Breadsticks and salad. I'm not as big of a pasta guy, but it is consistent. I Well, you know what? <laughs> you know what I'm going with? I just was, We had this conversation yesterday. I'm going to go with Longhorn. Okay. Yeah. It was. Un- I had an amazing meal there a couple weeks ago, and and thanks to my buddy if he's listening. It was it was a great meal. I I didn't hate them or anything like that, but they're kind of in that outback level, right? But I thought it was far superior to that. I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna stick with it. Right. I wish I had like a. Uh, you finally came up with it. You know? Yes. <laughs> that's my that's my underrated. Um, I, I probably could come up with a better one if I had more time, but I messed up my own question. So, what are your views on Steak and Shake? I love Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake's <laughs> great. I feel like they're going away. You haven't seen them recently. I would, I would always. My when my oldest brother lived in Orlando, I would always get it down there, like on the way out of town, and like that. That that's a good spot. I mean, we have them here too now, but like that's that's a that's a good spot. When they brought to order. I don't remember what it is. You go burger. Do you do the five way chili? The orange freeze. I'd go usually. <sighs> that burger. orange freeze was so good. I don't know if I ever had the orange freeze. It's just a like a dreamsicle it, kind of a yeah. thing. Oh, delicious! No steak and shake. <laughs> steak and shake needs needs some love. When That's... they added the uh, the drive through window to me is where it was perfect. Now I don't have to go sit down. I could just get it and go home. This is fantastic. Yeah, I like it. My only hang-up with them is the booth. I'm not a booth guy. Why? I, I don't... The Well, first of all, if you're in a group of more than, you know, four people and you're in a booth, whoever's on the inside... Gets have boned. To go out to go to the bathroom. Everyone has to slide over. And then inevitably, somebody sits behind you and there's this back and forth with the back thing... And it's just, it's to me, it's very uncomfortable. I'd rather be at a table with chairs. That way, if I need to go to the bathroom, nobody else has to slide out. I just, the the, the booth doesn't do it for me. I don't like the slide out part, but I don't like being at like one of the four seat tables in the middle where everyone's walking through. Because, you know, COVID, of course. <laughs> See, I love that. I, I, I don't like it. Like, stay away from me. I need my, I want my space. Plus, like, eating's like a, th- this is like, a, it's it's important. I got to need some elbow room, which you don't have in the booth, but you don't have, I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't like the. Uh, I now want to, like, film a short of Tom just being very, like, uncomfortable in a booth. Like, I can't get out of here. Like, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So. <sighs> You know what the most underrated thing is, though, in the food stuff going a little bit higher up, but no one pays attention to? And I shouldn't even talk about it. For the people who don't know about it, I shouldn't even talk about it because it's hard to get the tables. Is Ruth's Chris, and I never do this. It's not, I'm not trying to sound highfalutin. One, I don't have time or a life, but, 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 but two, that's just not me. But Ruth's Chris happy hour deals are freaking insane. They're awesome. Yeah. So good. You, you can take your wife there and get out dirt cheap with a great... I mean, you can get whatever you want, but the deals are the burger or the chicken sandwich. I think you can get a the, few appetizers. A few of the appetizers. Not the seafood tower for two. No. <laughs> that was fun. Last time I had that, I was with you. It was delightful. That's my favorite. It's really good. Okay. Let's 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 get back to some, some stories here. So uh Laura Loomer, polarizing figure, controversial figure. Nice person. You know, she gets caught in stuff. There's stuff that I have disagreements with her on, but nice person. She's been on the show before. Um, 
she did some digging on former Navy SEAL and Representative Derek Van Orden, who voted for McCarthy. He said—I'm just going to read what he said. We don't have his tweet. But he said that uh, after a rather odd day in Congress, it was great to see a few of my old SEAL teammates. And it showed a picture of him in a, in a bar somewhere uh, with them, which is great. Thanks for your service. Same thing applies to Dan Crenshaw. Same thing applies to a lot. I would argue Eli Crane is the better SEAL slash representative out of all of them. But I am biased. But she 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 dug into what I feel like a lot more people are doing now. They've done it forever, but dug into donation records and some of the PAC money and fo- you always, always got to follow the money, right? That's whether you're doing counterterrorism, whether you're doing political stuff, you follow the money, it'll lead you there. And she said this, she posted this. We all know why you voted for Speaker McCarthy and against the motion to make eight, but sure, go ahead and use your seal buddies as your human shield social media post today to stop people from calling you out for being a rhino sellout. Here's your payout from McCarthy over $250,000. That's how much he gave you. Right. Uh, right. Question mark. And then here's the, here's just a picture of some of those donations from protect the house 2024, which is a Kevin McCarthy pack and financial financial vehicle. You can see some of the donations just from this year, uh, two in June and, and two in March. 79,000, almost 80,000, almost 70,000, 55,000 plus, 45,000 plus. Big, big money. So again, over $250,000. And I bring it up not to, again, thanks for your service, Derek. I don't know Derek. I know people who know Derek, but thanks for your service to this country. But you got to do the right thing, man. These people, and he, I think if I remember correctly, he went, he ran for something lost and then ran again, got in and, and eventually got there but these people and the way that this money and these deals go on behind the scenes now maybe there's some just explanation for that i don't know what it would be (laughs) i can't think of one other than buying his allegiance other than buying his allegiance but man it it sure doesn't look good and there are these types of records these days where you can go and find so look if you're going to do that and be like yeah man here's the deal he bought me out. He paid more than than these guys, so I'm on his team now. If you just came out and said that, I still would not like what you're doing, but I would appreciate the transparency. But to say this, like, and it's not just him. It's He's merely an example in this case. I, I'm bringing it up just for that reason. But you see this. You see McCarthy dishing money behind the scenes, his pack dishing money behind the scenes to people, and then you see how they vote and where they fall on the issues and it, it tells you everything you need to know about who these who these people are up there. Oh yeah, it's obvious. You know, they're, they're, I'm glad that Laura brought this up because it, it's not just Derek; it, it's everybody. You know, it, it, this is, you know, money money makes the world go around, man. Yeah. And and that's how it's done in D.C. You want get you want to get things passed. You want to get reelected again. Hey, you need money to fund your campaign. Here it is. As long as I know you got my back. Right. That's that's the scam, man. That's and it's it, not really a scam. That's just that's the con to to make sure that you get what you need. If that's, you know, Ukraine funding or whatever it is, that's how you do it. Yeah. No, it, that's just that's how the game is played. It's not good. It's good for them. It's not good for us. Yeah. Well, you've got the opposite of that. Well, I don't know. Actually, I don't even know if it's the opposite of that. But you've got Gates who stood up this week, and as I said yesterday, I don't necessarily agree with everything he says or does, 
but he he stood up and did something good this week in my view and he and someone who voted alongside of him even though these two have not gotten along all the time nancy mace the two of them sat down with steve bannon and talked through this before i read it though he said this in a in a tweet gates did accompanying the video he said when at uh, when Nancy Mace and I both agree that we should uh, have single subject spending bills and a budget to be passed, that's not a hard right movement. That's real governing. Real governing is not when the del- when they delay everything, back us up against shutdown policy- politics, and then get us to vote for a continuing resolution where the lobbyists are in charge of what's in it. So fair point leading into the video here. Here they were together. I don't quite understand why so many people characterize our movement as—and, by the way, people including the New York Times reporter you have sitting in the corner in the war room right now, when they write about me, they say things like—they say things like hardliner, the hardliners. Ultra mega. Oh, ultra yeah, mega. yeah, the, 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 the far, far right. right. Far right. And I'm thinking, okay, look at, look at who—look at—let's talk about this for a moment, okay? <laughs> Nancy is not a hard right. Um, uh, I, in, you know, intransigent lawmaker. Nancy is a fiscal hawk. She's been a fiscal yeah. hawk the whole time. And to get her to vote for the Limit Save Grow bill, it was an open secret in this town that Kevin had to agree to bring her bill up for a balanced budget amendment. And was, what, was that the deal? Yeah, I mean, balanced. Well, he promised the deal to Matt Gates, and then he promised it to right. me. Right. Just, the just same for all to remember, to that was the first deal that we were not happy with the audience, but we we went along. That had the one one year, right. one point five trillion dollar deficit. We hated it, but. Said, hey, in the, I didn't vote of, for it. in the spirit of, of getting forward, uh, you were okay. Yeah, I didn't vote for it, but I can understand right. that Nancy leveraged her vote to get something that is really important to the American people up for consideration. And I was heartened by that because Kevin had promised uh, the 20 the same thing. So I thought, well, this is great. Well, I didn't vote for the debt ceiling bill. I mean, that, I've negotiated on other votes. Like, I yeah. warned everybody about the debt ceiling bill. I warned everyone that Congress was not going to do what they promised they were going to do. And it, and it laid out exactly the way I said it was going. This was predictable, and it was a principle. When they vote. came back with the two-year deal, when he came back with the two-year deal, you're saying that the overall vote for the debt ceiling? Yeah. Not the first I mean, time. it was— it was, That's the original it was, so like, yeah. what, What's hard right about saying we should follow the law? Like, the law requires these single-subject spending bills and a budget to be passed. What's hard right about saying you, when you say 72 hours to read the bill, you don't get to waive that to pass a continuing resolution? What, what's hard right about saying something that spends more than $100 million should not go on the suspension agenda where it is not subject to amendment? The things I am fighting for are good government. and Reasonable things. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a centrist. I would say small-L libertarian, fiscally conservative, socially sensible. Matt and I agree on like 98% of the things, but it's not unreasonable to ask Congress just follow the law. Law from 1974, the Budget Impact and Control Act says a budget and 12 spending bills. Now, you know, he and I are not going to agree with leadership or either side of the aisle on the amount they're going to spend. They're going to spend way more than we would ever want. But you still have a process where the bills are vetted, they're amended, the people have a say through their representative, and then they're voted on the floor, not not the, the CRs and the omnibuses. And by the, way, the last we would vote different ways on some of these amendments. Yeah. And there's an interesting mm-hmm. ability to, with, with more voting and actual legislating. Much for coalitions to form yes. and on for us to work yeah. together. And, and it'll be okay if we take a lot of votes, if we're together on some things, debate against one another on others. That's real governing. And it never happens here because they delay everything, back you up against shutdown politics, and then just get you to vote for a continuing resolution where the lobbyists are in charge of what's in it. I like it. I like it. I, and I like that they, I don't know that they agree on 98% of the things. That's the number that was thrown out there. Maybe it is. 
maybe it's lower 90s but they 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 have not they've had some public disagreements on things but you can come together and talk about this stuff and 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 most of of the issues that they're talking about in there are my, my biggest thing is single issue voter single issue voting and, and bills that only focus on one issue i i don't get for the life of me how that's still pushed back against so much i do i i do if you're a dc swamp creature why you would push back against that but how more people aren't like yes that makes sense for for the republic which you have to stop that sentence because no one no one actually does what makes sense and is good for the republic but that and the the ability to actually have the 72 hours that they're supposed to have to read the bill. i mean there's just there's a lot of sense in there and, and i this is the biggest problem i have with everything too is he, look, Matt, we, let's, let's be truthful here. Matt is on the further right side of the political spectrum on a lot of issues. I'm not saying he's hard right. I'm not saying he's like crazy tinfoil right. According to the rest of, of the GOP house, many of which are just rhinos and establishment hacks, he's considered that. But what he's talking about, we need to get away from that is I guess where I'm going with this. What I'm talking about is Everything he is saying is just a true, good, conservative policy. I don't know if he believes all of it or if he's just saying it, but what he's saying makes a whole lot of sense. And we, I get the amount of times that I, 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 I freaking hate labels, not just because they're given to me or to, to someone. Like, I just don't like them because it's someone assuming or presuming what you are and what you aren't. And that happens all the time. Like, I would like single-issue voter bills. I would like this. I would like for the government to actually like our country and like their constituents that they're representing. And then, oh, my gosh, you're such a hard right winger. This, I'm, no, I am not. I, 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 I despise the people on the far right. If this country ever goes to hell in a handbasket, they're just as big enemies of mine as the people over there on the far left. I, there has to—these labels are toxic, though. And the media gets to use them. The left gets to use them. The, uni, the, the whole damn uniparty gets to use them. And then they label people in, in conservative media, whatever the hell that even is anymore. And people like Gates and, and stuff like that as hardliners and, and alt-right people. I, that, we've got to fix beyond the single issue bills and all that. We've got to just fix how we talk about things and what's real, what's practical and stop using these stupid ass terms. Like, and I hate this too. Like Mace gets a lot of things right. Like I love, we'll show the prayer breakfast thing again here and, and get things hot and steamy for a second. But like there, there's, uh, there's things that she does, right? There's things that she does wrong, but you can't just because she does one thing wrong, be like, she's a rhino, like <laughs> stop. And because Gates does one thing, he's a, he's ultra mega. Okay. Well, he, maybe he even identifies that way, but I just hate all those labels, and I hate that everyone gets thrown in a bin based on one thing. One thing. And it's, it, it, it's so dumb. Because then we, what we end up doing is we forget the issue that we were even talking about, and we start debating, well, is, is he or she a rhino? Is he or she a, 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 a whatever, whatever? Are they a liberal? Are they a progressive? Are they a blue? You know? <laughs> and, then, and then we've forgotten what we're talking about, and we just have all these stupid-ass labels when it's like, are they mostly good? Are they practical with most of their views? Let's call that a win. If they're not, if they're Mitch McConnell, if they're Chuck Schumer, if they're some of the ones who are just awful, if they're, if you're Lindsey Graham or Mitt Romney, okay, let's, let's pick on them. They're awful. They're trash. 
They've they've literally been failures their entire life. But but there's it's the fights that we get into on some of these people. Like people are 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 saying on one hand Byron Donalds is is a front runner to be the Speaker of the House, which which would be great. On the other hand, I hate him because he voted against Gates's motion to vacate. Like, can, can, stop it, dude! Stop it. Yeah, nobody's perfect, and we see this all the time with who's running for president. It's it, it, everybody likes to nitpick at, at different things, and nobody nobody on earth right now can check off every box for every person. So you've got to take a little bit of the bad with the good, and the good has to definitely outweigh the bad. But in our society, we've been conditioned by the media to look at anybody who doesn't follow the Uniparty or the Democrat Party as some kind of wingnut. You know, just any time that the, the president addresses both houses or for the State of the Union— before it starts, before the coverage starts and they start, you know, panning around the um, uh, the floor area and they start, you know, keying in on different representatives and senators, listen to how they're described by the people, by the anchors who are covering it. They'll, they, in one breath, they'll say, and there's the stalwart representative from California, Maxine Waters. And then, and over here, we have, you know, the the ultra-conservative firebrand from Texas, Chip Roy. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but so, so now we've come to a place where we've, the, the rhetoric has been so jacked up that, you know, I, I constantly find myself in that meme that Elon uh, Musk posted where he was like i am here the right is here and the left is here and i'm the one who's considered all right yes yes yeah <laughs> it's it, one thing in other when you when you were brought up about the uh, single issue um bills yeah also he mentioned the 72 hours I don't know about you, but I think 72 hours is reasonable to read a 4,000-page bill. <laughs> right? Not a half hour. Right. That's unreasonable. And the only reason why they do this is so they can shove whatever they want through. Yeah. You know, it's just they they have, you know, somebody's pack writes this bill. Oh, my God, we got to vote on this right away or else we'll shut down the government. We got to do it now. You know, Nancy Pelosi said it the best when she said we have to pass it to see what's in it. Right. You know, and well, and that's the thing is that and it's you they, obviously they go hand in hand. You, you it, it, single issue would would be one thing. You still should have at least that long to vote on it because it's still going to be way longer than it should be. But because of all the pork that they shove in all this stuff. You get they literally don't know what they're voting for. Like that's not like <laughs> being facetious or, or taking liberty with 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 some of the words. It's like this bill is called what, and it's this long, and I've got how long to, to vote on it? Okay, what's the it's called this? What's that paragraph say or those pages say? And I know that I just voted yes or no for Ukraine funding. I don't know how I voted on abortion, on on the border, on all these other things, on giving. Ben and Jerry's, you know, f funding through the next century on giving all these other random ass things. Let's, you know, let's 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 re let's renovate the Kennedy Center. Like that was the bridge into the one, the bridge to nowhere. Yeah, like that is such a big freaking problem. Yeah, and, and and some of them, I mean, it's, it's the ones who get it and who fight against it. It's what do you do? I mean, what I I mean, a no vote. Like, wait, what do you even do? 
But <clears throat> right, I like. I also like when Nancy said that she's socially sensible. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it, it's kind of like you know the phrase, "Well, I'm locally single." <laughs> you know, it's right? Just, what What are we talking about here? Socially sensible. What's sensible to you might not be sensible to somebody else. Let's Let's go to a social clip right here. This together, another year, another standing room only event. And when I woke up this morning at seven, I, I was getting picked up at seven forty-five. Patrick, my fiance, tried to pull me by my waist over this morning in bed, and I was like, "No, baby, we don't got time for that this morning. Uh, I got to get to the prayer breakfast, and I got to be on time." And a little TMI, but um, I. He'll, he can wait. He's got, we got, I'll see him later tonight. Um, but I was here early. So inappropriate. And yeah, I love it so much. We just had to show it again. That, that will always go down as the ultimate Nancy Mace clip. She might vote wrong. She might not. But it's like, yeah, but she's kind of spicy. Yeah. It's kind of spicy. Again, don't say that at a prayer breakfast, especially with your fiance, not your, your, your husband. But um at I least she wasn't like, yeah, and then we really got it on before we got here. Yeah. That's why I was late. Sorry, folks. <laughs> when you, yeah. Um, let's, let's take a break. We've, we, Rohana, who's a, a hot mess. Tom loves him. Yes. Tom is such a big fan of Rohana. Um, <clears throat> Ginger Drew wins the quote of the day. I, earlier he said, I like BJs. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> man. Following the Nancy Mayside, let's just not go. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. We're going to get into this Rohana clip. We're going to talk Trump stuff. We've got a lot of stuff coming up here. Stick around. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud.
When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. All right. Let's go to California. Where I don't think it was for legit or or sincere reasons per se, but Rohana actually did say something that was kind of reasonable. Tom's already shaking his head. I'll let everybody be the judge. <laughs> Take a listen. There's a lot of chaos these days on Capitol Hill, and when I talk to people, there is anger that we aren't addressing their real issues, whether it is the cost of gas, the cost of groceries, the cost of rent or buying houses, the fact that wages aren't going up as fast as they should. Kevin McCarthy simply was not able to lead. That's why he was removed. 
but there needs to be much broader reform to fix this place and put the American people first. First, we need to ban all PAC and lobbyist money from corrupting Washington. Second, we need to ban members of Congress from going and becoming lobbyists. Third, ban members of Congress from stock trading. Fourth, ban members of Congress for staying here for life, have term limits, and have term limits and ethics standards for Supreme Court justices. That's what's really gonna bring change in this place. And we need some provision so a small minority of eight people, five people, can't hold hostage the entire country demanding cuts for working class and middle class Americans for programs that benefit them. We need reform in this institution. So it's, it's pretty laughable hearing it come from a insane Democrat such as Rohana who has been disastrous for California, disastrous for the country. But what's, what's remarkable to me is, is the things he's saying we need, government reform, lower gas and grocery prices for, for everyday Americans, term limits, ban stock trading, ban lobby and pack money. Yes, those are all great things, but guess what? Guess whose side, and it's not just, again, there's really just one side, so it's a misnomer to even say sides. But for the sake of this conversation, guess whose side really pushes a lot of that stuff? Who's who's driven up the price of gas and groceries? The left. <laughs> who's who's made the most money? I mean, I don't know if we can say who's made the most money on on pack and, and lobby money, but we know a lot of it's on the left. Yeah. There, there's there's some on the right, too. And and <laughs> what's interesting to me is, is what state are you in? Because there's. Uh, if you were in Florida saying all those things, people would be like, I kind of like this guy. Like, this is interesting or wherever. You're in Oklahoma or South Dakota. I just, to hear a Democrat say all those things, knowing f full well that he doesn't actually believe one thing he said and that his party's responsible for so much of that. I, I it, It's just, I don't quite get the, what's the, what's the, what's the game here for him? His constituents don't actually care about those things either. No, he, he's trying to curry favor with people on the right, conservatives, Republicans, whoever, to make it sound like he's a rational and reasonable person, which he's not. Because he went through that whole laundry list of, uh, of conservative talking points, but then he gets to the final crux, the final sentence of what he said, which is the crux of what he is driving home. A small minority can't hold the country hostage. Democrats are all about the mob. You have to be a part of the mob for anything to get done. And for things to get done means that it benefits them and hurts us. They're into mob rule. They have to have mob rule. That's why you have people like Ro Khanna saying that we need to eliminate the, um, the electoral college. And just make it, you know, make our elections based on the popular the presidential elections based on the popular vote. Right. This is this is the exact same thing that he's doing here. He's trying to get on the side of eliminating dissent, like a lot of people on the right are doing right now. I mean, we've seen we saw what Kilme did to the the uh, representative from Tennessee yesterday. We've seen just about every talk show 
uh, conservative talk radio host blast Gates and blast the members of the Freedom Caucus, the eight, calling them communists, calling them Marxists, calling them all the, these horrible things because they wouldn't go along with the group. They wouldn't go along to get along. So that that kind that type of mentality of not going along to get along has to be eradicated by permanent Washington and the permanent right infrastructure that we have as as far as the Republican Party goes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, I You weren't listening to a word I said. I did listen to a word you said, but I mean I I just I mean I I, I don't know. I, I, at the end of the day, I, there's there's part of it that I did miss because I was looking who was playing tonight. But I agree with you. The last part of what he said, that's what he's trying to do. He's trying. I, I just don't understand why you're within the House. Okay, you're trying to sound reasonable, but you're trying to sound reasonable to people who aren't reasonable and all play the same game you do. So I don't understand the game there per se. Well, the, the game that he's trying to play is to ca cause more division, to make it look like that these people are just so, you know, such outliers that they need to be reined in or shunned or erased somehow. Yeah. No. Fair fair point. Um, fair point. I do wish that we could have all those things. Uh, I, I know we're not going to get them. He's going to be the last one who wants term limits. Oh, 100%. <laughs> There's none of them. I, I don't. You're, we always talk, there's five or ten that are actually doing what they're supposed to be doing there. I think there's like three or less that actually would go along with term limits. Because even the ones that are kind of good are like, I, I do care about single-issue voter bills. I do care about the American people. <sighs> but I kind of like this gig. <laughs> like, I mean, deep down, I mean, be honest with me, representatives. Deep down, you're like, yes, I get it. I think that we should. I just don't want that rule to apply to me. If we can have it apply to everyone else, not me, that yeah, would be Once great. I'm dead, that's totally fine. Yes, you should do this after I'm dead. Okay, Trump lashed out at the judge yesterday. He was coming out. He was obviously in D.C. At, at, in court all week and came out and said this about the judge and Letitia James. Take a listen. financial documents 
are valued much less than my actual value, which nobody even knows. But the financial documents that I gave to the bank are much less than my actual net worth. So therefore, I gave them to the bank. They can't be a fraud because I gave them lower numbers. I'm probably one of the only people ever to seek a loan. I didn't even need the loan because you see the kind of cash I have. I didn't even need loans. Maybe you don't do a deal or two. But we have a lot of cash, a lot of everything. You know, a lot of people are very surprised at how successful this is. You saw it today with the kind of cash I have and the kind of success we've had. Can we just pull that picture back up real quick before we get serious? Uh, and toward, yeah, right. That's that's fine. I love over Trump's left shoulder in the back, our screen right, the dude in the red tie. That dude, the mustache is is outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like disco <laughs> without the glasses. You know when you shave your mustache? When I finally shaved down yeah. to the mustache. <laughs> Yeah. He also looks like, I'm glad to be here. That's what he looks like. Well, he he kind of looks like Zach Galifianakis in uh, the political movie. Um, Is that the campaign? Yes, no, the campaign, yeah, campaign, yeah, yeah, campaign. So to his point, I mean, obviously he's he's heated, should be. Uh, we've talked about it as well. The, the nonsense of of the value of, of the, uh, sorry, just go zooming in on the dude. I just there. wanted to see, like, I, I, I could see it, Tom. I see yeah, what you're saying. The same hair part. But, but. He's focused very much so on the the value of Mar-a-Lago. The the judge making that eighteen million, them claiming, or not just him, but the people supplying the data there, saying it's worth eighteen million is categorically absurd. You look at we shared some prop other properties in the area that were way more expensive than that, and they were just property. Yeah, like literally just property. So. I, I, I get why he's hot on that. I get why he's hot. Like Letitia James has been an utter failure. Her whole campaign, her whole, not just her campaign, like actual political campaign, her social media, her branding for herself has been this, I'm going to get Trump, anti-Trump this. And if you're on the left, I get it. It's probably smart, but there's no substance to any of it. Like there's been nothing behind any of this stuff and, and I, I, I feel confident saying that as someone who doesn't kiss the ring of Trump because of what we always talk about here on this show, and that is the mere fact that as much as they hate this person, he's a, the most hated human being at least since, since, since Christ's death. And Christ was not hated other than by, by, you know. Well, the masses called for his death. The masses did. That's true. Okay. But let's let's just say he's in modern times. He's the most yeah. hated American, the most hated American. How about that? We'll say that most hated American. And if they had anything on him, they would have put him away a long time ago. It would have been so clear that he did something wrong. Oh, we finally got him. Everything that they're doing now is just throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing if it sticks. It's 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 just a laughable thing. It's totally ridiculous because he's going to court civilly. You know, brought it and sued by Letitia James. So my question is, who is the victim in this? Because the, all this court case it revolves around is Trump supposedly overvaluing his assets so he could secure loans. All those loans that he secured have been paid back. 
Right. So who is the victim? Right. Yeah, it's just a gotcha case. <laughs> yeah. And, and not even a good gotcha case. No. You, Plus, he paid them back with interest. So if I'm a banker and you come to me and say, I need a loan, and I'm like, all right, great. What do you have? You, oh, my house. You know, and you need a loan for a million dollars, but your house is only worth, you know, 500000 and I say, well, how much is your house worth? Well, it's $1.2 million. You've overvalued it. I'm like, okay, we can do a 15-year loan, you know, and I give you the loan. You pay me back with the interest to the bank. The bank gets its money. And it gets its money back plus interest. They're totally happy to loan you that additional $500,000 as long as you pay it back. Right. So, you know, 10 years from now, Somebody comes to you and say, well, you overvalued your house on this loan, but it's like, I paid all the money back plus interest. I didn't default on anything. So who's the victim? Right. It's, this, it's what we've got going on with this. Yeah. Andy says the law being used doesn't require a victim. From what I've seen, it's like they wrote that law specifically for Donald. It's Genghis Khan was hated more. This is Darius. Genghis Khan. You know, there was one time that uh, Mongolia was going to... I don't know if they did it, but I remember reading an article on the flight to Ulaanbaatar, and they were going to have a Genghis Khan-themed amusement park. <laughs> now, this is the ride where your arms get dismembered. <laughs> I mean, hey, everyone's got their, their things that make them happy, and... I, I, Have yeah. you tried the torture rack ride? It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's some other great names being thrown out there. Hitler, um, <laughs> great. Someone's going to clip that. Uh, in, terms of, in terms of who was hated more, we're going to land on most hated American, most hated American um, for for Trump, as it pertains to the story that we were talking about earlier. Jill says, "How about going after?" Real criminals, that just makes way too much yeah. sense. No, you can't, you can't be saying that, those types yeah. of things. Like the people on Epstein's <clears throat> client list. Again, yeah. <laughs> we've got victims, but we have no perpetrators. We don't. We don't. And sadly, we won't. Sound, sounds kind of like I was getting into Dr. Seuss mode there. <laughs> but uh, So let's talk about, speaking of characters... Let's talk about Chris Christie for a second, shall we? Who wants to talk about Chris Christie? We talked about food earlier. It's only natural that yeah. we transition to either Chris Christie or Stacey Abrams. We're going the Chris Christie route today because he put out this he put out this video. But I want I want to pull up real quick what he said. Part of it was in the the video as well, I think. But it was also uh, this. Let me just read what he says as a part of this video. And I forget if all of it's in you, there as well. You want the tweet? I've got it. I can read it right okay. here. Uh, he said, everyone wants to be careful. I'm not out here. I, I, I'm out here not being careful. I'm the only one on stage that didn't raise my hand and say I'd support a convicted felon. I don't care that I got booed by 5,000 people in Milwaukee. Really, we want a potential convicted felon to be president of the United States? I should have said really different, but I didn't know where he was going with that. Be a part of the team that takes down Trump. Chip in $1 today to keep me on the next debate stage. So so he's, he slams Trump. I'm out there breaking the rules. I'm not doing what everyone else is doing. Again, Christie trying to be tough, which is, is his own problem in, in, in and of itself right there. But he's, he's talking about taking on Trump, and I don't care that everyone's booing me. By the way, can you chip in $1 so I can get really onto the next help. debate stage? Not, not can I, so I can, so I can 
win the race or win the nomination. I just I just want to get on to the next. Maybe he feels like he's got a great uh, new nickname for Donald Trump. That's what he wants to bring in. Maybe. He's got a new duck joke that he's going to. This last one landed so well. Oh, God, it was bad. All right, let's play the clip. I say to them, decide who you want to be president, who you think is the best, most competent, most responsible person to be president. And then there's some of the few people who actually have the resources to give that person a chance. Mm -hmm. But everybody wants to be careful. I'm tired of everybody being careful. I'm out here not being careful. I'm the only one on that stage that didn't raise my hand and say I'd support a convicted felon. And I got booed by 5,000 people in Milwaukee. I don't care because it's right. Really, we want a convicted fellow to be president of the United States? And then you had some jokers on the Hill yesterday saying, make him speaker. Who are these people? (laughs) Those people are people who would never vote for you, Chris, ever in a million years. I mean, look, I get standing up for what you believe is right and your principles. But everything that you've said is is categorically false. Okay, Letter of the law, you go with these things. And this this is the thing, too, here. Like, you get whether you're talking about impeachment and, and what that really means and the consequences that come along with it, or he, he's a convicted felon because of these bullshit charges, it sounds good for what he's trying to say, but it's like, that doesn't paint an accurate picture. That's not what we actually have in existence here. Right? Like, yeah. Like, I, I would not say, yeah, sure, okay, he's been charged with this, he's been charged with that, and some of the... And I'm not saying they're going to relent. I still think they're going to go hard to the hoop and do everything they can to put him behind bars and or take him off the ballot. But <clears throat> that's not, I mean, that, sure, semantics, letter of the law, if we want to be super technical, that's what he is. But that's not what anyone would actually describe him as. They're they're going through the process right now. He's been charged. They're fighting it. He's he, it, it's To me, it's just a weak... It's the kind of thing someone on the left or someone in the uniparty would say, which is what you expect Chris Christie to say. But I don't care if they're booing me. You need to care if they're booing you. Because a lot of the people, by the way, who were at that debate in Milwaukee, we were there. They weren't all Trump people. It wasn't like this hardcore MAGA crowd. There was a MAGA crowd there for sure. But it was people who wanted Nikki Haley. They wanted Ron DeSantis. They want some of those other. They want Vivek, whoever, and, and went nuts for them. But it's just, it's it's remarkable that they all hate you. And for you to say, because deep down, humans are, are interesting creatures, right? But there's a lot of the thing, there's a lot that's the same in all of us. You want to be liked. Deep down, you wish you weren't as fat as you were. You wish people liked you. You wish a lot of things. So stop pretending that those those aren't true characteristics. That's not the real Chris Christie. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You just asked for a dollar so you could get on to the next debate stage. Yeah, and he said his stated purpose is to make sure Trump doesn't become president. So he's going to make every debate stage just so there is somebody up, there's a hatchet man up there to try and cut Trump at the knees. And it's just it's remarkable to me that he keeps going back to this, oh, would you want a convicted felon and this and that? Look at these charges, dude. Yeah. These, these charges are meaningless. They're the uh, the going back to that chick in um in New York who said that Trump sexually assaulted her in a dressing room. They're just they're 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 without merit. Yeah. None of these are are with merit. In, in the in the gymnastics in, in the stretching that you have to do to pull these and weave these all together like the Rico case. 
is ridiculous. And, and doesn't he think it's a problem that no matter how, you know, disgusting you think somebody is, shouldn't they have legal representation without the worry of the attorneys going to jail to represent them? <laughs> to me, that's a huge problem in this country. Because yeah. if we start jailing attorneys who defend who have any kind of a client that the majority or not the majority, but people don't like, or, you know, or the government doesn't like we're in trouble. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing now. Well, I was going to say we were, we, that hypothetical is happening now. It's yeah. you you were doing your job for someone we don't like. <sighs> that was a big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> you know, gavels <laughs> down, you're toast bailiff, take him away. Uh, it's <clears throat> that's where we are. But What I don't understand, I get it. We've talked about a lot. Pence, Christie, some of the others, they're sold Asa, who's made the one debate. But like they're they're they know they can't win, right? Pence Pence might deep down think he can, even though he knows he can't. But like their job is to to swipe at Trump, go and go and attack him. I I understand using Mike Pence for that. Mike Pence is never going to win the nomination. Mike Pence in in more of the America First crowds is loathed, despised. But there are crowds who who still are going to get behind Mike Pence. Nowhere near enough to I mean he's he's polling so horribly. But he he was the VP and some people do respect him. All albeit a smaller number. He's a better person for swiping at Trump. Like I would think using him makes sense. I don't get using Chris Christie because I just don't see any credibility there. No. I like no, no one's like, Oh, but let's just, let's just see what Chris Christie has to say tonight. Like, no, there's no, said no one ever. Yeah. Well, Chris Christie is, uh, is the political equivalent to a wrestling jobber. Just a guy who you don't really know who gets no push from whatever um, franchise that he's with. And just loses every time that he goes out into the room. Yeah. That, that's all he is. Yeah. Doesn't even have like a good outfit. Can't afford a good outfit. Yeah. Just happy to be there and get his ass kicked. Uh, good analogy. Good analogy. Uh, so my friend Sarah Gonzalez had made quite the scene in Plano. It's not just a Alex Stein show in Plano anymore. Sarah got into the action. We'll show you that clip. It's inappropriate. I doubt you have children at this show, but if you do... Put them in the other room for this clip after the break because it's it's uh, it's raunchy. We'll play it on the other side of this break. Stick around. My business partner Jim and I uh, started Thistle Creek Reserve because we wanted to bring glory to God. We want to be Christ-centered seven days a week. 365 days a year. Our coffee is produced all around the world. Some from Papua New Guinea, South America, and Guatemala, Brazil, for example. Beyond the cup is, it's our life motto. It's our way to give back. And it's for us, our charitable partners. Uh, we partner with the Tim Tebow uh, Akoa Philippi Project to help rescue women and children from sex trafficking. Uh, we partner with Seamark Ranch uh, foster care community to help show the love of Christ to children uh, who've really just been abandoned by their families. One of the things that we do is we go back and we support the missionaries that we help get our coffee from. 
so that they can build churches and uh, schools and hospitals and dig wells so that everybody has fresh and clean water. We stand on core conservative Christian values and we will never shy away from that. But that doesn't mean that we don't love our friends that are across the aisle. We love them all. We wanna serve good coffee to them all. And we want them to know that there's somebody who might not think like they do, but is willing to love them anyway and have a conversation with them. Get more of Drew and This Is My Show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the Wellness Company's Emergency Medical Kit comes Over in. 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465.
Welcome back, folks. It's Thursday, final day of the week here. We still got an hour and a half to go in the show. Lots of stuff to do. Got some ball tonight. Probably not going to go good for somebody around no, here, but you never know. You never know. <laughs> you know, we I thought last week we, play, we started off playing really well, and then it all went downhill in the last two minutes. Sure did. Sure did. <laughs> it was awful. I walked away from the TV. Quite the uh, quite the the comeback last week um, by the Broncos, uh, but the Bears are going to the nation's capital tonight. Play the Commanders, which is the gayest name ever. <laughs> They're made up video game uniforms and logos. Um, I liked it better when they were just the football team. I do too. I do too. And there's this, you know, people out there talking. There's the lawsuit. Oh, they're filing a lawsuit. The Native Americans filed a lawsuit to get make it the Redskins against like guys it's not going to happen once you go that woke yeah you just there's no coming back from it no there's no coming back the Indians aren't going to be the Indians again in baseball what are they now they're the, the Guardians. Guardians that's right geez Guardians of what uh not have- freedom <laughs> um so let's go to Texas let's go to Texas where we and we've look we've shown lots of clips about this before part of this is because sarah's a great gal and and good friend and and part of it's because this is a the bigger issue is is what is in our schools right and you think of texas and you think of it being a red state and it is and you think of other places that are safe well you just got to know that it's this whether it's a violent act whether it's crazy stuff in your schools whether you name it all the stuff that we're facing in this cultural war this spiritual war you could say in in our country today it's not just in the the liberal hellholes and you can also say well the dallas greater dallas area is 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 getting overrun with some of that but texas is still a red state yes austin is a shithole in terms of its politics now and and yada 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 but and john cornyn is a douche john cornyn's a douche there's there's lots of stuff. There's lot there's lots of parts to pick on, no doubt. I, They're speaker of the house. Yes. No, the, Texas is going through it right now. It's a red state that's going through it. There's an all-out assault against Texas and and there's a lot of upheaval from within there. But point being is, is Texas a red state uh still at least for today. And Sarah Gonzalez from Blaze went and read part of a book and this I this one's more graphic. Um, than some of the ones we've shown. There's there's some bad ones we've shown or, or seen pictures of. This one's pretty graphic, so she reads it again. If you've got a, a, a young child around you or someone, um, earmuffs for them or move them to a different room. But this was the scene in Plano, Texas at the city council meeting. Next speaker is Sarah Gonzalez, Plano ISD non-resident. Topic submitted, PISD libraries. He palmed my breast, his thumb flicking over my nipple. I cried out, and he, he barely 
buried himself in me with a mighty stroke. He pulled out a few times, the muscles of his back flexing beneath my hands, and then he slammed back into me again and again. And when that lightning once more filled my veins, my head, when I gasped out his name, his own release found him. He punched his face between my legs, driving into me with tongue and teeth and fingers until I begged him to stop. No, it was a growl. Give me your cream. I had no choice. He made me come. But then I pleaded for more. Fuck me. He smiled. Say it again. Louder. When I did in a single strong move, he slid one arm under me, flipped me over onto my stomach, tugged me to the foot of the bed. Suddenly, he was inside me in one gigantic shudder. It was all released right there in me. That right there is found in Plano ISD school libraries. You know what else is found? The words fuck ass, bitch, dick, dyke, pussy, and shit. Are any of you uncomfortable yet? I wonder if you're uncomfortable why you allow this smut to be in Plano libraries accessible to children. Because anyone who thinks that this disgusting garbage has a place in our school libraries, quite frankly, shouldn't be within 500 feet of any school. Plano parents entrusted all of you with the responsibility of protecting their children. At this point, you have a decision to make. Will you protect them or will you be a coward? Have the ball. Your time is up. Next speaker is. We have to maintain the meeting's decorum, please. I'll remind you. Got to maintain that decorum. Yes. Great job, Sarah. Uh, great job, Sarah, as always. She did a great job interviewing Lindsey Hill, too, uh, this week. But uh, can we just, before we get into the substance of that, obviously very graphic in the confines of, 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 a, of adult situations, different than what we're talking about here. Still some of it. Anyways, I, I have a lot to say. But can we go back? Because I loved I didn't notice it this morning. I love when she says, is anyone uncomfortable yet? The old guy in the side who's like, yep, there we go. And. Pussy and shit. Are any of you uncomfortable yet? I wonder if you're uncomfortable why you allow this smut to be in Plano libraries accessible to children. Because yep, anyone right who there. thinks that this disgusting <laughs> garbage has a place in our school I libraries. I mean, maybe he's just raising his hand for something else. Oh, yeah, to that. But no, but still, I, I think it was like, yeah. Let me process all of this. There was a lot that was There's, said. <laughs> some of this stuff sounds kind of intriguing because I'm a dude. <laughs> but no, no, because this is in books for children. And that's the thing, right? You however see, you do your did i see what the high five at the end yeah i saw the that high five great. How, look however you talk dirty whatever you do in your bedroom with your wife that's totally uh, that's totally up to you or or whatever your girlfriend your spouse your wife i call me tradition but like however that works do whatever you want put on costumes makeup it's 2023 you can literally change gender in the same day if you want so you can do all sorts of crazy shit in your bedroom but the problem, which it always has been the case, is it's not appropriate for children. This, and that, that's not a pro, I don't want my, I don't have a kid in high school yet, but like, damn close, which is crazy. But that's, I don't, that shouldn't be in friggin' high school libraries. That is very, very inappropriate content. That's, that's the kind of stuff that, te now, granted, teenagers are going to find it. You know, in the old days, it's you stay up late and your parents go to bed and then see what's on Cinemax late. Like, you get the best that you can get. But, like, 
that that's the that's the kind of stuff that you should not be welcoming in there make make and i hope that they don't do it but make them go work for it and find it it's just that is so freaking gra it's not it's not alluding to sex it's describing it in pornographic detail it's so pornographic and so, i mean just man she was not Sarah. Sarah. Sarah's just reading the book. She did a great job, though, uh, of the tone yeah. of the really delivering it. Embodying the character. She yeah. went right up, didn't describe what she's doing, and just went right to it. Which I honestly, as serious as it is, I mean, I'm so childish, I would start laughing. Even though it's a serious matter, it's, it's, but it's so ridiculous that that kind of stuff is in our classrooms. It, it can't be, it can't be there. It can't be there. We have to do better. And again, that's freaking Texas, y'all. It's not like it's that's in 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 Seattle, Washington, or California. Your old like what? It's it, it's it's in Texas. It's it's it can be everywhere. And no one has time to go through every book in 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 the library and go through all the assigned reading. But you gotta you gotta find some time because you figure out that this is kind of stuff that's there. And this is one out of so many examples that we've played. And it is. So depressing to see, so depressing to hear uh, what is actually in that Texas panel. She reads it really well, though. Sarah's great. Sarah's awesome. Yeah. But but let's stay on task here. I mean, the the, the point is is which is what she was doing. The point is is what is in there, and uh, it is it is super disturbing. Yeah. Let's not dwell on the fact that she was wearing cowboy boots with a red dress and a blue denim jacket with long brown flowing hair <laughs> stop it that is that is <laughs> i just wish she would have dressed like the morton salt girl like you know in a yellow rain slicker so i wouldn't be distracted but <laughs> what are you gonna do <laughs> let me text sarah right now and just apologize <laughs> sorry that my team came on to you during the show but she's I, a married woman, Tom. I, I know, but it, I'm complimenting her on her outfit. It was fantastic. But she's spot on with the way that she read it and the vocal inflection with everything. That has no place in any kind of a school with anybody under the age of 18 reading it. Yeah, you no. Know, I, I, unless you're, unless you're, you know, a horny little boy who's got a Playboy and hiding it in the hedges. Yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, that's how you you know back in the day. That's how pornography was shared. You know, hiding in somebody's treehouse or under your mattress or wherever. But I think that it's going to take people like Sarah and other people coming up and doing exactly what she did and reading those passages. And the thing that really gets that irks me is the fact that you get other people from other states or within within your own state you know how many times do we hear that florida is banning books and people are like oh you know florida is such a terrible place desantis oh that guy banning books and it's like no man it's pornography yeah. you know it's what parents have decided that is not in the scope of what they're comfortable with their kids reading it's it, that that yes i mean i, I just I just don't know how how you get back from this though. Like because we 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 keep talking about this. I was trying while you were saying that to find the the organization. I had you cut it off the end on purpose uh for the sake of the clip, but but she's got a great organization that you can help. There you go. Defend our kids Texas. That's right. 
Fender Kids Texas that you can you can go and, and research and help Sarah and people like Sarah push back. But I just don't know how we make progress on this because it's like a government rule, right? You put a new policy in place and you never really repeal it. You just keep stacking stuff on. I'm not suggesting necessarily that it's going to get way, way worse. I'm also not suggesting that it's not. I, I as, as, as woke as we've become as a country, not here in the studio, not in this group of listeners and viewers, but as woke as we've become, <clears throat> they're, they're still going to get some wins. I feel like they're still going to get some wins, and this is not going to just – at least it's not going to happen overnight, which it should. People should see this smut right there, to use Sarah's term, and have that stuff taken out immediately on site, no questions asked, and, and the principals and the superintendents and everyone should be on board, Like, I, and they should be apologizing and, and probably resigning. Instead, they, they doubled down, like, well, we need to think about looking at this from both sides. You mean like both sides before he flipped her around or like, like what, what, you, what are you talking about? Like there is no both sides to this. It's just no. The answer is just a straight no. And, and, and we've shown videos like this before, whether it's on here or Roundup or whatever. And the ones that get me is where it's you hear the kids say, well, I, I was going to check this book out because I was trying to bring it home to show my dad so that he could, you know, come here and say something. And the librarian said, hey, if you're interested in this, I have more that you. Yes. You know, and it's like, so even the librarians there at the school are saying, oh, yeah, here, I can, I can offer you some more if you like this one as well. And it's just bad. So it's 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 making it, it, it from the kids aspect to say, well, the adults saying it's OK for me to take this home. And and so that's where it's painting this horrible picture for our youth. Well, getting back to what you said about how do we ever come back from something like this, and we see this all the time with the left. They throw out something so far, they throw out a marker down so far down the field that there's so much pushback when they initially do it. Eventually, they retain some of the gains that they made by throwing that marker so far down the field. Right. Where, you know, unfortunately, a lot, of, a lot of the markers that they've thrown down have just become normalized now. And it goes back to the fact of what are you trying to normalize exposing kids to this type of material? And for people like myself, it means do we have a section of the population that wants to sexualize kids? Yeah. Well, which is reprehensible and disgusting. Right. It's it's all of those things and more. But but it's it also goes deeper than that too, right? That pun probably doesn't that doesn't work here. I don't like that. I wish I could take that word back. But but it, it is. It's a bigger issue because you you've got that you're you're sexualizing kids. You're 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 disrupting communities and cultures. But the, one of the big plays with it, right? As we always talk about, is you're trying to disrupt and divide families too. Right. We're going to we're going to so supremely jack you up mentally, emotionally. We're going to tangle you up in knots. And it could be a lot of things. It could be we're going to over sexualize you and have you go down this path. Or it's going to be we're just going to change everything about you. You're not a girl anymore. You're actually a boy. Here's your penis. Here's a hoodie. Like, I mean, it, it could be any of those things. But it's all it's all got a much more sinister intent to it. To destroy the, the family the, unit. Yeah. I, I, I that that has to has to be remembered. I mean, I know we talk about it a lot here, but it's it's more than it, it, we we identify what they're doing. 
Then it's, okay, why are they doing it and how do we stop it? And, and then the scarier, harder part of the conversation, can we? And I think the answer is yes. There's, there's ways you can do it. You can do like what Sarah's doing with, you know, Defend Our Kids Texas and, and, and other groups that are doing similar work. But it takes, it's, it's a Herculean effort. It's, it's going to take a lot of work to try and get this right. And I just, because I have so little faith in humanity at this point, I, I just, I, I, it's, it's hard to see us getting past it. Protecting your kids, yes. Protecting maybe even your school, maybe even getting a win in, in this district or that district. But, but on the whole, there's, you would, you would think, you, we, you say it all the time, Tom, like you would think that we could agree on some basic things. Yeah, that we would have a baseline of agreement. Right. And and keeping kids out of it should be an easy one to agree on. Okay. I disagree on your politics, your candidate. I disagree on your your view of gender, your view of sex, your view of all these things. But I do agree we should we should probably have this conversation outside of this room where our kids aren't listening. Or I do agree that that we shouldn't have this conversation or kids shouldn't have this conversation until they reach a certain point whatever the case might be, we can't. We can't agree on what a gender even is. We can't agree to protect kids. We can't, uh, that, that's why we're so lost and that's why my faith in humanity is so damn low is there are great people. There are great people, Sarah among them, who are doing the right thing, championing this fight and this effort, but there's so many others who are like, yeah, I'm either, I'm, I'm, I'm busy or I just totally disagree and I'm hell bent on doing whatever it takes to continue to tear into this country. And, and there's a lot of those too. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if you want to tear down a country, you have to normalize all the taboos that a country has had. And that's what we're seeing right now with the, with the destruction that the left is engaging in all over the country on, on different, on different, every, every pillar of our society, they're trying to tear down and by tearing down those pillars, they're going after things that were taboo and trying to normalize those taboos and, and make them a part of life. I mean, none of us can sit down with another human being who believes that the term pedophile is a bad word and we need to substitute it with minor attracted persons. Yeah. There, there's no there, there's no baseline for any kind of a conversation. If you You can't sit down with somebody like that and try and understand their side. Their side, their their reasoning is, is so polluted and just rot with sewage and rot that there there's never there's never going to be any kind of compromise. No, absolutely, and that and that's that's a great example. I mean, we we I know we talk about it a lot, but we literally and it's not a laughing matter. It's just that absurd. We literally have people who are like they're I mean. They're, they've got their term now, minor attracted persons. But we're, we're being told when we're hard on someone who's cruel towards children, pushing this stuff on children, doing vile things to children, that's inappropriate. No, 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 Drew. They're just misunderstood. You're being too harsh on them. No, I'm not. If you, if you, if you heard what I really want to do to them, you might think it's harsh. <laughs> but... but <laughs> You can't, you can't, you can't, Tom, you can't sit down with these people. And that's, that's why I always say, and it's not like when I say I have no interest in, in uniting with people on the left, 
it's it's not over political differences like traditional political differences on on term limits and the second amendment and stuff like that it's on stuff like this it's these issues the things that come to mind when i say that is okay first and foremost it seems like you people over there hate this country because you're so ashamed of it all you do is slam it so i we got a massive problem right from the get-go but you you loathe and despise god which is more important than that first one so it's going to be hard for us to, to 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 hit on a lot but okay we can get around there because people change people grow people develop and then you enter all of this stuff i believe that i'm a unicorn i'm a book i'm a whatever i'm a pony and i think that your kids should have sex with me i mean they say they're like what and you're a bigot if you don't agree with me no i don't agree with you i don't agree with any part of you don't want anything to do with you and that, and that that's where my head comes at when it comes at that problem when when we have those discussions it's not about should that person have vetoed this or vetoed that or not done this or vote no i don't care about that vote however the hell you want pick whoever candidate you want be a part of whatever party be, it's 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 those things it's the cultural battle that we're facing that i i'm just done with so done with all right, let's be done with this segment. Um, again, kudos to Sarah for going there and reading that. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got, we're going to kind of go back to gender just for a second. We're going to go to the United Kingdom. Anyone for, for tea and strumpets? Sure. Yes. Okay. Love it. Do we have those in the studio? No. I don't think we do. The no. best the best I can do are pumpkin spice moon pies. Yes. <laughs> you do. And you who. And. Yes. Real classy joint around here. No one's coming to the in-studio extravaganza now, um, which has not been rescheduled yet. But we'll come back. We'll talk about Rishi. We, we, we've, we've got this, uh, this clip you've maybe seen on social media now, this clip of, of the, the prank caller who called into Fox News. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's really pretty fantastic. Lindsay Hill decided, as I told you earlier, she actually went on Sarah's show as well. But we've got a clip of her talking to primetime Alex Stein. We've got the Pope in living color, and it's Thursday, so we've got That's Meme-tastic. It's all coming up after the break. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide this guide will give you all the answers you need american alternative assets is an a-plus and accredited member of the better business bureau protect your savings now before it's too late visit protectfrombiden.com individual results may vary there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results Moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country. 
and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks pearl is in the river. The crow flies at midnight. Titwillow, Titwillow, you magnificent Titwillow. Scripps. So can, can we just talk about something real quick? Yes. I was going to get into uh, a couple other things, but Michigan State's had a real rough go lately. They have. Obviously, Mel Tucker fired. I think some of that's BS, by the way. We, we talked about that. The football, football coach Mel Tucker over the text to the 
the rape victim, who then was a motivational speaker, who then frequently sexted with him. Um, for, well, not sexted, but they probably non -consensual sexted Non-consensual phone sex. They had phone sex. But for multiple times, for 30 minutes plus, I mean, uh, again, you can hang up on that. But uh, Larry Nasser was there as well, right? Yeah. You had that. You have all sorts of drama that's unfolded there. <laughs> this was... By the way, reports that Urban Meyer might be having talks with them, so you'd have some more scandals coming that way if he goes there because he, he tends to bring scandals with him. But a Michigan State professor was placed on leave after he was it was discovered he was a fugitive with a fake name. He was busted for running a meth lab before he avoided prosecution. Walter White. They're just man. They're they're just their hiring practices need to kind of undergo an overhaul of sorts. Should be a little bit more stringent of a vetting process. <laughs> Have you ever um, been a felon on the run from a law? Have you ever run a meth lab under your name or any other person's name? <laughs> so if you're applying for a job as a professor, nobody calls or nobody looks over your resume and like calls your previous employer to see how things went there under your assumed name. It just seems like a lot of balls got dropped there. A lot of balls. A lot of balls. Maybe some meth. Anyways, I had to just say it. Because every time I there's every time a headline comes out right now from East Lansing, it's it's kind of troubling. So I have another thing I just want to touch on. Because I saw this come through in in uh, the World Wide Web over the break. We talked earlier about how Ukraine's concerned, Biden's concerned, the Uniparty is concerned about this McCarthy. I did that earlier too, McCarthy ouster. Um, I'm not going to say those two words together anymore because I, I replaced them with each other. I get dyslexic for a minute. But the whole ousting of Kevin McCarthy, there's people concerned and worried, right, about about losing their, their aid to Ukraine. How do we send money to a war that we shouldn't be sending money to in the first place? We had that conversation earlier. Well, there's a new report out that alleges it's a report, but you know it's probably true at this day and age. Biden administration is considering using a State Department grant program to send additional military aid to Ukraine. Of course. What else? What can we use? How about this, this educational grant program? Perfect. Yeah, do it. Uh, that's the kind of outside-the-box thinking that'll get you promoted. <laughs> it sure will. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, back on task with what we were actually going to talk about. So uh, this is not me saying anything uh, about Rishi Sunak, the, the prime minister of the United Kingdom. But this, this, this video is, is making the rounds this week where he stood up on a stage as a public political figure, a significant political figure, and, and laid down the truth about genders. Take a listen. We are going to change this country, and that means life means life. Now, that shouldn't be a controversial position. The vast majority of hardworking people agree with it. And it also shouldn't be controversial for parents to know what their children are being taught in school about relationships. Patience should know when hospitals are talking about men or women. And we shouldn't get bullied.
And we shouldn't get bullied into believing that people can be any sex they want to be. They can't. A man is a man and a woman is a woman. That's just common sense. We should also never be afraid to talk about the thing that matters most to most of us, family. Whenever you want to talk about family, someone whispers, is that wise, Prime Minister? <laughs> You'll be accused of promoting a one-size-fits-all view. But in this Conservative Party, the party that legislated for same-sex marriage and is investing record amounts in childcare, we know that what matters is that love cascades down the generations. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> look, I, I'm not, I don't know if you guys are going to be surprised by this, but I'm not big into politics in the United Kingdom. What? It's not, it's not my thing. I know enough about it. I, you know, I do pay attention. We've talked about it. You've got a Nigel Farage bobblehead on your desk. Don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, you know, point being, I, I've got some concerns with with Rishi Sunak. He's he's a conservative. I'm not saying he's he's awful. I'm not saying he's perfect. I don't I don't know enough. I really don't care enough. But I do appreciate anytime anyone, regardless of political affiliation, again he's he's considered a a, a Tory or a conservative over there. But anytime someone with a following, or or particularly anytime someone in a in a government position says, "Let's cut the shit." There are two genders, period, end of story. And I just think it's good. And I think it's good to then spark those additional conversations that happen. That could be at your house. That could be at a coffee shop. That could be at a bar, wherever. Did you hear what Rishi said today? Can you believe it? That's so transphobic. So transphobic. And then you can say, but is he wrong? Is he wrong? I know, I know, I know that it sounds fun to be a part of a club, and that's mostly why a lot of you are are believing all these fantasies. But is he wrong? He's not. He's he's right. Ho hopefully, there's some conversations happening. Again, I just wanted to play it because I respect any leader who has the balls in this day and age to stand up on a stage in front of a microphone, in front of an audience, on camera, and say say the truth about anything. But particularly that issue, which is a huge issue, disrupting our planet, not just in America, everywhere. Although I don't think trans issues are as big on the continent of Africa. No. You don't see that. Like, it's just. <laughs> no. You know what? I've been to a lot of countries on that continent, and I don't think I have seen one trans person the whole in any place that I've ever been there. The closest you could get was the, the fighters in Liberia back in the day. Who would dress up in in women's lingerie? Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah you had those those different. That was a wild militia, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was very unique. A very, I'm telling you, like your lipstick on, like pushing your your bra up. All right, let's go do this, boys. <laughs> let's go do it. I've got a friend of mine we should have on the show sometime. Alistair. Alistair was working for the BBC and was there in '94 during all the fighting, and I believe he became friends with a very prominent militia leader who's now a pastor general buck naked yes remember general yes buck naked? yes <laughs> is he dead no he's a pastor he lives out in the countryside now he has his own church 
Oh, I thought you said your friend was a pastor now. General Buck Naked is a pastor now? Yes. Did he keep that name? Uh, well, no. He went, I think he went back to his, his original, original name. birth name. Yeah. Oh, please get him on. But Alistair is still alive. Hmm. He's a very, very fascinating guy. He wrote a book called Bad Man's Corner where he documented his time during the Liberian Civil War and covering it for the BBC. Fascinating. Fascinating. You never know. You never know what's coming out of his mouth. Um, okay. So we all know Tucker Carlson got – I really want General Buck naked on the show. All right. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't not want your friend either, but I want General Buck naked. Okay. I'll make a couple of calls. I mean, the cl- I've got a friend of mine who uh, runs a private security company in Nigeria. That would be the closest country I know of somebody to be able to find somebody. And actually, my friend who runs that security company, I, I told this story before, but he and a Delta operator and I think a couple other people were assigned the government, the U.S. government. Uh, hired them to defend the embassy so it wouldn't be overrun. So yes. they evacuated, evacuated everybody. He would know how to get a hold of General Buck Naked. So I will send him an email. Be great. I don't know if it would be a highly watched episode or not because I think most people don't know who he is. But if nothing else, having that name in the title, they might be like, well, I'll check this out. Um, <clears throat> okay, so we all know Tucker Carlson was fired over the lawsuit at Fox News. We also know they wanted him out. They just, that was that was the tool they used. Still one of the dumbest decisions ever, but they're pretty good at self-sabotage. So we move on and they, they did this thing. So there was breaking news yesterday about um, shots fired at Morgan State University. And they are taking uh, an update from there and then they end up getting pranked live on the air. And, and this person talks about on Fox News during this coverage, how much they enjoy Tucker Carlson on X and how Fox kind of screwed him over. And you can tell, because it lasts for a while. It wasn't like as soon as they brought up Tucker that he got cut off. He, he got a few things in. Take a listen. And we've got Tyrone on the phone with us now. Tyrone, when you say poker game, what exactly happened? What transpired? Well, first we were watching, we all get together every Tuesday night and we watch Tucker Carlson's show on X. We used to watch him on Fox News. Obviously, he's not there no more. Mm-hmm. And still being the most credible guy in the media in America, we always get together to watch Tucker Carlson. And I think he's doing probably better now that he's not with Fox News because the corporate media always controls what yeah. the teleprompter readers are able to say. And now that he doesn't Thank have you, that hand Thank you, can we Maybe we can work to get Don back on the phone, Tracy. We can get that. Clearly, that was not a student at Morgan State University. <laughs> it wasn't a student at Morgan State, but it sure was interesting. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. You know I, who that was? I don't know who that was. Mark Dice. That's right. I saw that. I saw that come through on a tweet that he had done that. Yeah, and he came up with a very interesting phrase for what he did. He calls it culture jamming. And he hmm. was talking in that tweet, he was talking about how when, you, when news organizations like this, like Swamp News, goes wall-to-wall coverage with something that people call in and aren't vetted and they go immediately to the air if they think that they're, you know, some sort of witness to what happened. And, it, you know, it reminds me that back in the day when you had Howard Stern fans calling in, you know, like uh, a live news show and then screaming Baba Booey. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I did. I did see that come through my feed. That that was him. I didn't piece that together though. That's that's amazing. 
What is it called? Jamming? Culture, Culture jamming. jamming. Culture jamming. Lots of jamming on it. We've been jammed, today. sir. Oh, back to, uh, sorry, real quick. I just looked this up while that, while that piece was, uh, video was being played. There's a documentary called the, Re Re the Redemption of General Butt Naked that you can watch on Amazon. Mm. There you have it. <laughs> Tonight's homework. Tonight's homework. Everyone's <laughs> careful Googling it. <laughs> Add context around it. Don't just, don't just, I'm just saying. Um, okay. So we showed Sarah earlier in Plano, Texas. We're not showing her clip now, although we, I guess we could if, if we need it. But we're, we're going to play her colleague and friend, Alex Stein, who we've shown lots of clips of, of before on the show. But, we, but just to set it up, you had Lindsey King, right, who was a gold digger going after. I mean, there's so much stuff that, that sets her up to fail in the case and what Trevor Bauer uh, outlined in his video the other day, the evidence that was shown that just make her not look so good, right? I think we all kind of agreed that that's, that's where things stood. Well, she decided that it would be a good idea to go out in conservative media nonetheless and start doing the rounds to to tell her side of the story despite the evidence here was one such example on Alex Dunn I like to slap and pull a hair and you know do this and that let's just be real I mean we all like to have a little fun did did he cross the line what happened i mean how does it go from kind of playful fun stuff to assault you know what can you say and how can you uh, describe the situation yeah it's actually something you know for two and a half years i have been testifying on and you know explaining things away every text message you know the video it all has an explanation well those text messages are bad though Lindsay, you keep bringing the text and i don't even want to you know totally kill you on these texts but I, as a person that you know I, listen these texts let's look at right here what does that mean next victim star pitcher for the dodgers that's text one that's kind of bad Lindsay. what is i mean i know you're saying this is no context and I'm sure you're being sarcastic. I'm guessing. I mean, well, but what the hell does that mean? Next victim. Yeah. And this is, you know, exactly what Trevor wanted to do was random pick three or four texts and weave it into a narrative where I just look horrible. Um, but so, you know, when I explained that and in, in my deposition and different things, um, I'm like you, I like to joke. I'm very sarcastic, sometimes inappropriate. Anyone who knows me will know that. Um, and these are private, you know, text messages with my friends and uh, agreed victim is not the word there, but um, what I, you know, my, my past, I've been involved with um, other baseball players. Uh, that was my world at the time. And it was a funny way, you know, I had already dated baseball players and it was a funny, sarcastic way to say, oh, here's the next one, you know, that I'm going to try to get attention from. And it was a lot of ego and, you know, attention seeking behavior, which is what I can own. And what he can't do is own any part, but I can totally own the, the attention seeking behavior. Um, but these texts, you know, in a grand scheme, don't address what happened at all. This was before any of, you know, our interactions or anything like that. So what happened, though? So so he so in the next text, he says, I need daddy to choke me out. Then then the third one, it says being an absolute whore to try to get in on his 51 million. And I have to be honest, when I read these text messages, I get a little sexually aroused. But I, I think that's just because I'm insane. But uh, I mean, wh what happened? He choked you out. He beats you up because in that one video, you were smiling after it. So and, 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 you know, you sent me that one phone call that we can't play. He did admit that he hit you in the phone call. He said that he said, yeah, but he said it was consensual. So it's like. 
I mean, he said, she said at this point, right? So what, what happened in your opinion? Totally. I think there's several points I can hit on. Um, those other text messages, just to address those other horrible ones are just horrifying to be read out loud to. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just don't uh, look according to that right there 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 was the phone call where he said that there was some physical contact sexual or otherwise uh, that he also said seemed like it was consensual i don't know obviously there's no condoning any sort of violence that gets out of hand there but everything so far seems pretty consensual she seemed to be fine the whole time and she's trying to defend those texts like oh they're just taken out of context it, girl it doesn't matter those texts are so damning I, I don't understand why you would you would come on and and even try and defend those and, and and if you're going to then then have receipts and be like see how this was taken out of context and see what the next line was and what that but i just don't i don't i don't think that case is going to be one that you can win i mean the case itself is actually done but in terms right. of the perceived reality and 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 in the court of public opinion i i think you've lost this one yeah and the term narcissistic sociopath comes to mind in describing her yeah because she is in a totally different world where she totally she believes that she didn't do anything wrong and that she was actually a victim of something well she doesn't even believe that she's a victim of anything based on on how she was reacting to those questions yeah where she's just trying to she got caught in a lie and she's trying to continue to lie her way out of her lies she she seems like she'd be a handful to date bro oh my gosh yeah no that's all i could think the whole time uh, you can just see that crazy in her eyes and in her face she's not an unattractive person at all but you can like even here that was in texas recorded whenever this week we're in florida in the future and i'm like getting vibes like you're psycho you're a psycho you're coming out of your screen like a psycho i i i just think i think that the argument's done i'd lick your wounds go be quiet somewhere yeah try and start over i i don't know sarah, sarah was way more harsh with her you know right. stein joked with her uh, that that arouses me blah blah blah, blah. sarah sarah was and Sarah can be feisty, but but and she was like straight faced. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. No. I mean, she she gave she she gave her the business, and then she tried to get in. Uh, Lindsay tried to get in a last word. It just didn't go well. That one. I'm sure. She, I'm sure Lindsay enjoyed that interview much more than Sarah's. Right, because hot chick liars aren't used to being questioned. Right. And, and, and rebutted, and so when. I, I, I got to check out that interview because I'm sure that you can see Lindsay squirm during that interview. She, not as much as you'd think. I'll, I'll try and pull it. I'll try Getting and back to being a sociopath. Yeah. 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 I, I, let me see if it's here. If it's right here at the top, I'll send it to Sir Disco. Ooh, I've been knighted. Oh, you've been knighted? That's great. No, you just called me Sir Disco. That, oh, that yeah, wasn't no. I didn't say I was like <laughs> you've given me the title now and it's sticking and I love it. Sir Disco. I don't uh, I see a version of it. <laughs> I don't know if it's the of same not, one. Of <laughs> <laughs> well, we can find it on the break. We'll we'll cuz we got one more break that we're going to get in before we get to the final stories and uh that's meme tastic and all of that fun.
Uh, but real quick, as as we're talking about this, we 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 talked on one of the breaks earlier. You've got um, the the suspect who's been arrested and charged in New York, right? Right. For what's his name, Ryan Canton or Cason um, Carson? Carson. I think it's Carson. I just had it. I lost it. But he's being charged. I just had to bring this up. That we didn't play the Ryan Carson. Ryan Carson. I'm so sick of these violent clips, these violent scenes. I'm sick of having to consume them. Again, I'm a firm believer that I think we're in count we're, as humans. We are taking on more than we were ever supposed to take on. We're we're getting so much of the world that you know we're we're built around families and communities. That, that's how we are created. And now because of the internet and because of just how crazy everyone is, like we ha- we're flooded all the time with all this nastiness. So I decided not to play it. But I did notice, and I, I was bringing up, I did see it to, to Tom earlier, that Ryan Carson is you know getting stabbed here. And his, his is it girlfriend or wife? Whatever. Chick who's with him. Chick who's with him sees it happening and then he's been stabbed, and she doesn't really do anything. Girlfriend. She, girlfriend. Does nothing. Does nothing is just there. Even when he's on the ground and the dude is is there, she's just kind of like, well, this night took a turn. Like, I mean, there's, there, there's, there's no audio. But not only that, not only did she do nothing there, as you probably have heard, she would not cooperate with law enforcement because they're both Antifa people, her and, and Ryan. Wouldn't cooperate with him because what was the just – it was – did, she didn't want to negative. She didn't want to reinforce negative stereotypes of crime of perpetrators of crime. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I just witnessed a stabbing of my boyfriend, but I'm not talking to you, Popo, because that would reinforce a stereotype. That's. Oh, you'll like this one. If that if that wasn't enough, a GoFundMe has been set up for him. And you think it would, you know, help out with like funeral expenses or whatever. It's actually benefiting her and her friends so they can come to the funeral stop it yes how much money is it made sixty three thousand dollars so they're going private jet (laughs) this is what's crazy too in the video at the end of the video you see like a woman walk up and at first i thought oh this must be someone from like a store like i'm calling the police well apparently he says here a, a woman who was with the suspect then walked over and apologized, identifying the suspect with the name Brian, and then left and walked yeah. away. Like, it was like a boyfriend-girlfriend dispute. Dude gets all amped up for some reason, comes walking down the sidewalk yelling and screaming, and instead of doing what normal people do, get off the X, man. Get away. Put distance between yourself and whatever that is because it's not going to end well if you've got somebody in a in a bizarre mental state. And then once he gets closer, Ryan decides to go hands-on by pushing him back. Again, not a good idea when you're dealing with somebody who's clearly not in the right frame of mind, and then it just goes downhill from there. Yeah. The guy reaches up and punches him. Dude turns to run. He has no situational awareness, and he trips on the bench that he had just been sitting on with his girlfriend, and at that point, it's over with. Over with, yeah. Yeah. I love that the chick walks up like, hey, my bad. Yeah, I, again, in the video, because there was no audio, I thought, oh, that must be someone. I'm calling the police because she's like, okay, and then gets down, and it looks like she's like, it's going to be okay. That's what it looks like, nothing. Not like, are you okay? But no, apparently, yeah, sorry. 
That was Brian, by the way. I'm so sorry that happened. He's having a rough day. He's having a rough go. <laughs> he does this once in a while. But he gets, you know, really emotional because we have sort of a volatile relationship. <laughs> and when we get an argument, he just murders people. Like last Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, <clears throat> well, welcome to America. Isn't it the and best? And also the girlfriend, there's, uh, there's been pictures of her going around social media, of her social media postings in 2020 about being at the BLM riots in in Boston. And they're total Marxists. Um, I just read another tweet from Ryan back when Rush Limbaugh died. It said, laughing my ass off, oh, hell yeah. So, you know, it's... It's not good when people die, especially when they get murdered. You know, it would, but this guy. Dude, if here's the deal, man. Like, I, I don't want to do the same thing he just did to Rush, but, yeah. and I don't, I don't know him. But if you're Antifa, you're a mouth breather. Like, you're not, are you bringing values to, to society? He's it, part, he's part of crumbling society. Right. So I, I, I'm not saying I'm glad he's dead, but like, <laughs> I didn't know him yesterday. I just know of him today. I didn't care about him yesterday. I don't care about him today. No, exactly. I just don't. I just, I just don't care. Like it, it has no. And clearly, his girlfriend didn't really care and either. She didn't care either. <laughs> he couldn't have been that compelling. I mean, one, you're you're dumb enough to join Antifa, which means you're dumb, you're weak, or all those things, and then you 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 can't even get the girlfriend into you enough to care when you're murdered right. right in front of you. Like, oh, man. But that goes back to the mentality where it's all about the party. It's all about your ideology. It, yeah. Personal relationships are, eh, but if you're involved in a situation that is going to somehow skew your ideology or not advance your ideology, then, well, you know, it's for the greater good. Greater good. The greater good. Every time you say the greater good, I always think of uh, Hot Fuzz when they're like, the greater good. I don't know if you remember that. I don't. No. I don't. I, I do remember that we have one last break to get in. We're going to do this. We're going to come back. We're going to show you some stuff from the Pope. <laughs> we talked about the Pope yesterday. We got to talk about him again today. My pal. Pisses me off. <laughs> but we're going to do it. We got that. We got that's meme-tastic. We'll see what else happens. And then, of course, the post-show press conference. We'll be right back. Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now. 
833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465. If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the wellness company's emergency medical kit comes Over 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. We just were talking Antifa. We know that protesters in New America don't care about life, liberty, freedom. They don't care about your business. They don't care about you. They don't really care about anything but themselves, their hot pockets, and hot whatever pocket. else they care about. But my point is, and why I'm bringing it up, is because Vivek Ramaswamy's car was just rammed by protesters in Iowa. He was not in it. He was at a coffee shop. The damage is not, from what I've seen of the pictures, not like atrocious, but it's damaged nonetheless. Just a little bit, little bit of a of a fender bender on the back, but it was an intentional one. So he went to Saints Rest Coffee House in Grinnell, Iowa, and they decided it made sense just to give it a little little tap in the back. That's where we are. Yeah. Now, do you think he'll get Secret Service protection after this? <laughs> nope. I sure don't. I sure don't. Um, okay, let's get to the Pope. 
So we didn't you kind of talk? Did you refer to this yesterday, or just we just talk about? We've we've talked about how he's kind of you know, and I say kind of completely bent the rules and changed things. He hasn't been my favorite. No, it's he's he's a person, dude. He's he's a broken person in a white robe. That that some people put way too much faith and value in. Uh, he's just another broken ass person like the rest of us. He's just he's just worse though because of some of the stuff they're into. Anyways, point being is this is um, this this is the Pope today. So, look, he's allowed to be at a show or a presentation. It's not like it was a drag show or something like that. But I just... Well, that was done at the Vatican. It was done at the Vatican. The like, Swiss I, Guard was there. Yeah. It, 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 it all comes down to what message are you saying? One, there's been changes in terms of, of doctrine and how he's viewing things and what's okay and what's not okay, which is not for you or any human to decide, by the way. But I, the, I, I just, I just think the, the visuals off. Yeah, it, it, it's very off. Everything is off with this pope. He, he, like I said, he's not one of my favorites, and I, I, I don't think I, my own personal opinion of him. I, he doesn't have the interest of the faith at heart. He he to me is a source of evil on this planet and i say that as a catholic and i and i and i don't like saying that but that's what i feel whenever i see him i feel i feel a sense of impending doom just by his presence i feel a presence of darkness whenever i see him and the statements that he's made about climate change and talking about how the west isn't doing enough for climate change I feel he has been captured by folks at the World Economic Forum, the folks you know, who pulled the uh, levers of power within the United States here. That meeting that he had with Bill Clinton and Alex Soros was another red flag to me. And so uh, he, the Pope coming out so strong against climate change, you know, there's 1.3 billion or so Catholics on the planet that looked at him for some sort of guidance that's a lot of people if you're trying to make climate change a religion a, a secular religion a, as the globalists are doing right now and for me i think that what he's doing while, while taking this posture of 
being a climate crusader is trying to deflect on how poor he's been about the issues of pedophilia and child trafficking within the Catholic Church, that this is just a way for him to deflect any kind of investigations or any bad press when it comes to those subjects. Yeah. Well, and apparently I'm reading about it as we're talking about it. Apparently it's it's older. It's an older video. And apparently it's a church tradition, they're saying. But I just I still don't buy all that. Because one, just because someone goes out and writes an article. I, I, maybe it was an older video. Okay, fair. But I think everything you just said still... Still sticks. Still sticks, still holds true, still applies. And even if it's even if there is some weird ass tradition where this is normal, um, it, it it it's still indicative of where we are. People are talking about there's a freaking jester over his shoulder. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just not. We're just not where we need to be. We're just not where we need to be. And I, whatever it it is. What is that? How long is that? Holy, fifteen minutes. Okay. All right, that's the I, I I was trying to get you the other one. Let me see if this is it. No. All right. I was trying to play you guys the clip of the Sarah. Sarah Lindsay interview. Sarah Lindsay interview. Let, let, can we just watch them and then do some fast forwarding? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Can't guarantee it'll make sense, but yeah, let's do it. Yeah, my water. Yesterday, we discussed the conclusion of former Major League Baseball player Trevor Bauer's lawsuit stemming from an alleged sexual assault and Bauer's recent video in which he released his side of the story with receipts. Joining me now to discuss that is Bauer's accuser herself, Lindsay Hill. Uh, Lindsay, I mentioned Bauer's video in which he provided some receipts that I'm going to be honest with you make you look like a clout chaser, or I know some people are calling you a cleat chaser because admittedly you were chasing after several high-profile wealthy baseball players. Trevor says everything was completely consensual. He also released these text messages that came out in court indicating that you had planned the whole thing out. So I want to read some of these texts from you to a friend between the two of you before you met Trevor, this one. Next victim, star pitcher for the Dodgers. Okay. Victim is an interesting choice of words. I'm, I'm going to allow you a chance to explain yourself. But after you agreed to meet, you asked your friend what should what you should steal. Your friend answered his money. Uh, he says another one from you to a friend. I'm going to his house Wednesday. I already have my hooks in. You know how I roll with a screenshot in which you told him tryouts don't scare me, Bauer. Pick a day and I am there. Here are some more after you and Trevor met up. Net worth is 51 million to which your friend responds, bitch, you better secure that bag your text need daddy to choke me out being an absolute whore to try to get in on his 51 million you say this wasn't a setup how can you expect anyone to believe that that's a great question. I really appreciate you having me on to even have this conversation. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on around this, so I really appreciate. Yesterday, we discussed the conclusion of former Major League. Have this conversation. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on around this, so I really appreciate uh, people who are asking questions about it. Um, the first thing I want to say is, you know, I think that Trevor did this intentionally with the text messages and how he framed 
this video. Um, there's several things in it that are not correct. Um, and I just want to start out by saying, you know, those, it's so valid for people to question those text messages. But the root of the problem here is that he is presenting this as one conversation, when in reality, he had thousands of message, messages to choose from, took those, made it look sequential, which it was not. Um, there is no combined screenshot of those things going on one after the other. And as I said last night as well, um, there's no text message that ever exists. Otherwise, he would have, you know, put it out there, uh, combining, you know, anything about a setup uh, through rough sex finances all in one. Those were handpicked and they were not, they were from multiple different conversations all before we met up. Um, and I, I think that the video in general doesn't even talk about what actually happened between us two, which is what would have come out during a, a jury trial. Um, you know, these were all messages that happened before. And then of course the video is so valid as well for people to ask questions about. Um, but I do think that that video was entirely misleading. He also references the, uh, restraining order hearing, which people also have questions about. Um, he says that he was cleared of any wrongdoing, which is actually incorrect. Um, in our civil case, the judge had actually ruled that he had not been cleared of any wrongdoing, um, and that was a federal court judge. So, um, so okay, so I, I want to get to the to the domestic violence uh, restraining order hearing as well, but I mean, so you're saying, you're saying that it's misleading because you did, you're admitting that you did talk about rough sex and wanting rough sex. You did talk about uh, he, him needing to choke you out. You did talk about stealing his money, but it's misleading because he put them together in the same video as if you had said it in the same conversation when in fact it was separate conversations, correct? That's, that's what, why it's misleading? Correct, and as well as not showing, you know, the messages that occurred after where it discusses it strictly in the term of, you know, being a baseball wife or something like that. Or something like that. Okay. I'm, I'm just curious if you know, like, the statistical likelihood of you texting your friend premeditated texts saying you wanted him to choke you out and steal his money, take his money, and him actually choking you out and those two things not being related. It's a really, really valid question. And like I said, I think you would need to look through each conversation. Those were handpicked. Um, but I can, like I said last night, completely own the fact that those were overly sarcastic, overly um, inappropriate to some may seem. Um, and it does give off that impression about clout chaser and totally attention-seeking behavior. But I just feel that they have, you know, nothing to do with what actually took place. But it does cause a lot of questions um, as to why I was, you know, seeking Trevor out. But at the end of the day, there was nothing about a setup with violence and all of this stuff and getting financial game. It was strictly, you know, a mm -hmm. 25 or however I, old I was at the time, girl trying to get attention from those things and phrasing it in a sarcastic way before we met. Okay, so I've, I've got a couple other questions on that. Um, so you said in court that he sexually assaulted you on two different encounters, and you say the first time that you, you say he choked you unconscious. Clearly the insinuation is you didn't like it, because now you're calling it an assault, but why did you make the drive back to L.A. to meet back up with him a second time if this man had just assaulted you by your own account? I think that's a really good question. How I phrased I it and how um, in the past is that uh, I was so embarrassed by the first encounter um, that I felt something, you know, deep in me to go and take the power back and to be better and to be what he wanted in, in, the, in a sense. Um, and so I don't know. There's been a lot of, you know, through all the processes, um, 
expert witness experts on the psychology of what happens when you are assaulted xyz uh but there was something in me that felt like i needed to make it better in a sense okay um but you texted trevor before you met him telling him you liked rough sex then you texted him after your first sexual encounter with him, which you now call an assault. And according to court records, you told him after that sexual encounter that you had, quote, never been more turned on in your life. That's not really something that someone says when they were just assaulted. I think it's a super valid question. Everything you're asking me is a super valid I question. I agree. That's why I'm asking him. Totally. And I think that I'm not, um, you know, that's what expert witnesses are for in court in terms of the psychology behind that in responses to abuse and things like that. Um, but like I said, I was just trying to make it be make myself feel better about myself after what had happened the first time. Um, and, you know, after the first time I left without any markings on my body, my face was fine. I mm -hmm. could go to work. Um, and I thought that the first time would be the second time, excuse me, would be like the first time minus the things I told him I was not comfortable with. Yeah. So you mentioned the markings on your body. Um, I want to play a portion of his video in which he plays a, I would say, interesting video of you in his bed. Watch. In August of 2021, Lindsay Hill's claims were heard in court, and during those legal proceedings, critical information right, so we've seen was this part, and the video goes on and on, and Sarah does a great job. I, the main thing I wanted to see, there's a couple parts that I'd seen before that we didn't get to. Uh, it's long. Go watch it. Go watch it on. Uh, it's online. I think there's at least the, the 16 minutes of it are online uh, on, on X or Instagram if you go to Sarah's page. But for one... I love how dumb the chick is and how she just walks into it for sure. Great question. Like she just is like, like, stop it. Like you, you have nothing here. None of it makes any sense. But I just, I mean, Sarah's face the whole time was just, was just outstanding. I mean, she definitely was, was frustrated by it, upset. She said at one point during the, the interview, I don't like men being taken advantage of this because this kind of stuff happens all the time. And it and it pisses her and pisses a lot of us off. But I just love that there was kind of just. I mean, she, she, Lindsay walked into it, man. You 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 had Sarah in a bad place, and she showed it throughout the interview. And she wasn't going to have it. And I, I just I, I thought it was good. I, I, go watch go watch it all. Go yeah, watch. It was very good, and you could tell Lindsay obviously has been coached and has watched other interviews like that where it's. You take the first part of the question, and you're like, oh, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that, to make it sound like you have nothing to hide. But it's clear that she is she's nuts, man. She is. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, if you're – whatever you're into, you're into. But to, to chase all these athletes with money and stop pretending it's just circumstantial that I've dated all these wealthy elite pitchers. No, no, no. And then to want them to do that kind of stuff, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, that, I, I, I can't get in that mindset. I understand that mindset. I understand everyone's different, but she's, she, she is a, a kinky, jacked-up creature. That's, that's for damn sure. Yeah, I mean, if you're a young guy and a chick, if you're a young guy with a lot of cash or even a young guy that doesn't have cash and you run into a chick and you just sort of meet her and she tells you that she's into rough shit, that should be an automatic red flag, man, especially yeah. if you're a professional, you know, prof professional athlete in any sport. Yeah. It, you know, it might sound, you know, dirty and daring or whatever, but it's going to be a 
bad road if you go down it. Yeah. It is. Well, I don't know what she gets out of this, too, because you go on both those shows, Alex and, and Sarah, and it, she didn't go in there hostile, like, really try. It was like, yeah, good point. Like, your question's actually a good question. But there was not – she did try to defend herself, but, like, she just was – I know that you were saying she was prepared by her team and what she could say and not say, but she just came off looking just like she looked after Trevor's video and like a bimbo on, on, on all of those. Not a good look. How many, how many memes we got? Decent amount. Yeah. 18. Ooh, okay. 18 memes. Well, it's Thursday in, in lieu of the post-show press conference, we're going to dive right into our segment that wraps the week which is That's Meme-tastic. That's, That's Meme-tastic. That's Meme-tastic. We should do that one more time. Okay, let's get into it. Disco throws him up. We talk about it. And then we go from there. We got a picture of Diane Feinstein. Look who's voting by mail this year. <laughs> yes. Senator yeah. Feinstein, you know it's true. Probably not just once, but but multiple times. Yeah. I mean if, if five, six, yeah. However many dozen. Yeah. Whatever's needed. Okay. Love the hat. Um what <laughs> Tom Tom got dressed up for meme tastic. He loves yes, meme tastic. I, I look forward to We need to give you a whistle with that get up there. I, I think we need one of those today in Leeds. <laughs> a gruesome discovery. This one not necessarily funny. But just true. What are the odds of four people all having children working for Ukrainian gas companies? We got Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, John Kerry, and Pierre Delecto, also known as Mitt Romney. Yeah, Delecto. So it's a reasonable question. Reasonable question. All right. Speaking there, of crazy, we have a few that revolve around this. Just okay. So you know. So speaking of crazy chicks, we've got a picture on the left of Brittany when you first meet her, looking adorable. Just cute young girl, and then six months into the relationship, <laughs> I love the hunched over. Yes, she's got the knives and she's going to town. That's great. That's great. Capitol staffers have been cleaning out Nancy's office. Yes, they have. And there's a picture of all of the booze. That is that is What's probably that one in the box there on the left. Do you know what that is? I don't. Oh, Patron or something. But it's interesting. Yeah. Here's Joe just at a laundromat. He's never been to a laundromat, but here's here he's at a laundromat with Ukraine flags on all the money. It's just you know, it's laundering money. Good. A good little play good on little, words. Good little meme. Oh, here's uh, Jamal Bowman. <laughs> we got a few of these too. <laughs> through the Capitol Rotunda with a big ass fire alarm <laughs> in his hand. Well, that story certainly went away, didn't it? It sure did. <laughs> Funny how that works. Remember the shaman? Speaking of January 6th kind of themes and scenes there. Well, here's Jamal Bowman as the shaman holding or pulling down the fire alarm. <laughs> it's one okay. of the darkest days in American history. Uh, it was an insurrection. This one's my favorite. This is a great one. Uh, Elon posted this. <laughs> and obviously there's lots of discussion about new media and where people get their news from. And Mainstream media are really frustrated with where things are going with social media, independent media like us, and they're frustrated with Elon Musk because he's changing the game. So he put up a picture of one dog teabagging another dog. <laughs> <clears throat> he's just, fantastic. I, no description necessary. Nope. Um, just it's it is what if it you want to know. Like. Come watch the show, folks. Exactly. Okay. 
This was great. Chad Caton sent this one in. Um, he, it's it's a picture. Um, oh, look at Chad's here just in time to see this one. Chad, it's a picture of of a man who appears to be masturbating in the the, the ruins of Pompeii. Masturbating man, Pompeii, 79 CE. This man saw his entire world crumbling to fire and ash and decided to crank one out before facing eternity. Legend. Yes. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chad, for that one. One of the better ones of the day, I I must say. I I laughed out loud when it came through the other day. That was fantastic. On my computer. Um, Okay. What do we got, Disco? Another oh another it's, it's the new Marvel movie. New Marvel movie Blade. Okay. I liked the other Britney one better, but that's that's still good. I like that photo better. That photo's better, yeah, for sure. What's I don't know what this one is. Strippers <laughs> waiting for EMS to untangle the new girl's balls from the pole. Yeah. <laughs> probably actually a pretty common occurrence these yeah. days. Pro- probably is. Okay. Hey, I gotta cro- I gotta Yeah, we gotta crop, gotta this, crop shit. this one. Or actually no, I can just do this. There we go. America under Trump is that who is that? It's Britney Spears. Oh, it's Britney. Okay, Britney Spears on the left. Oh, Young gosh, Britney she Spears. Looks so much better there. Uh, America under Trump. Britney Spears normal uh, before conservatorship and and more drugs, and then America under Biden. Yes. Do you really think she's on drugs? Got to be on something. She's got to be on something, bro. She's. I mean, she's. I think she's mixing stuff that aren't supposed to be mixed. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe yeah. that I'm getting as well. So this next one, you know, falls in the air. Starbucks has now got their pumpkin spice latte. You know, it's it's there. So here you go. <laughs> okay, you read it. She sure. says, "Hey, this candle smells like fireball." Then <laughs> Becky, us non-alcoholics, like to call that scent cinnamon. cinnamon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you like fireball? I hate fireball. Yeah. I'm not a fireball guy. I don't hate people who, who like Fireball. I just am not. People are like, I just do shots of Fireball. It's like, no, I've got heartburn as it is, bro. Like, it, I, I mean, need... it, it tastes like a Fireball. It's yeah. fantastic. It does. I don't like doing shots. Shots are it's I don't like either. too fratty. For I just me. like pounding copious amounts of straight yeah. liquor. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm no different than Britney Spears. At the I'm end. a very civil man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, next one. Nobody hates the amount of attention Taylor Swift is getting as much as Brittany Mahomes, who looks sad in that picture. But while that's that's maybe a funny take, it's also not true because Brittany's been hanging out and going to dinner with Taylor yeah. and Sophie Turner and Blake Lively and all these people. She's like in, in hog heaven. In that same thread of photos, she was also eating chicken nuggets, and I feel like they were just – it just wasn't – like there's another one where it's like she doesn't like these chicken nuggets well – Taylor's all like happy in the background. So Taylor Swift is going to save the NFL. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Taylor Swift's going to cry this weekend when they come to Minnesota and the Vikings, don't you know, are going to beat them. Quote the Raven nevermore. Don't even know what that was. Imagine a vaccine so safe you have to be threatened to take it for a disease so deadly you have to be tested to know you have it. Yes. True, not funny, but but very true. Next one, what the hell? We got landmines. Yeah. Okay. Landmines and Roombas. Hmm. Okay. Common, common, uh, common. That yeah. They come together. Landmine pros, it goes boom. Cons, it can't move. Robot vacuum pros, it can move. Cons, it can't boom. Roomba plus landmine equals pros super weapon. Worst nightmare of all oh. tanks can't be stopped. Keep, Keep streets, streets clean. clean. Cons, none. Yeah. The Roomba mine. Interesting. Here, I, I'm scared of the Roomba. I, I, My the kids are scared of it, too. 
Who is? My kids. Because I told there was that one story where a Roomba took a picture of somebody on the toilet. Because all this information goes somewhere. Yeah. No, that's that's weird. I I just think Roomba, Roombas and the other ones are, are dumb as shit. They get stuck under stuff and lost. All right, give me two last ones. Let me these are the last two. Here. Yeah, these are the okay. last two. Boy, I say, boy, you got more loose screws than a hardware store in an earthquake. <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn, gotta love it. Yep. All right, last one. And then this one, it's uh, the most in- interesting gentleman. I don't always pull fire alarms. Oh no! I'm sorry to interrupt, but Dick Buck- Buckus just died. No. Oh man. Well, they'll be celebrating that tonight. Yeah, the, honoring yeah, yeah honoring, at the, yeah. At the Bears game. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. yeah, screw the last meme. Let's go to RVM Roundup and start drinking. Um, hope you guys have a great night. If you if you can't make it to Coin Club tomorrow, otherwise we expect you to be there at 11 a.m. sharp. You can sign up, dbcoinclub.com. You can watch dbcoinclub.com. For some reason, if you can't make it, we will see you Monday. Have a great weekend. Be safe, be smart, be free. have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results.